myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back, March the 25th. Happy Friday. Trill Withers Show with Trill Withers. I'm your host, Trill Withers. Uh, packed house today. Before we get to that, if you're enjoying the show, please give us a thumbs up, five-star review if you are listening to us, uh, as well as subscribing so you can join us in the chat. Scoob is in the house. Scoob, how we feeling? I'm feeling... Uh... I'm under the lights. I'm out of the lights again. I always forget Being bright when, when something when something bad happens the night before. I always start uh -oh. the stream in the dark. Uh oh. And last night, Coach K won and my Calcutta team lost. I had Texas Tech. A lot of people did. I was I was very heartbroken. I was I woke up. My dad was like, "Did Duke win?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I don't even know." And I looked, and they did, and I was pissed. Yeah, they did. Uh, we'll get to that. Jam's in the house. How we feeling, Jam? Good, fantastic. I made the decision not to stay up and watch college basketball. Uh, feeling well rested, uh, not burdened by uh, forty minutes of just lesser quality uh, basketball. So I'm I'm feeling good. That's a decent point. I I caught the end. I mean, I'm doing bad to get that. Um, I caught the end because I was watching Atlanta. The new season debuted last night and they ran the, the double episode. I like when they start a season, they give you one and two. Hmm. Um, just Are compelling TV. Uh, yes, this season is set in. I don't Amsterdam. They're in, I don't know if they're going to be there the entire time, but yes, in uh, Europa, uh, as it is known. And then after that, I fell down the Lake Lanier deep, uh, deep dive we'll probably get to. Um, and then I saw the end. And by then, Duke was winning, so I, just, I saw it, but I didn't see it, you know what I mean? Um, only, so there's that. Coach K still lives. Only two teams in the tournament. I mean, only one team has had two teams in the tournament have under double digit free throws against them, and it's Duke. Who might that be? Who might that be? It's oh, okay. Duke. Ooh, conspiracies. Hmm. Spread the conspiracies. I, I'll say this one, not even kidding. Since the beginning of the year, Kentucky played Duke the first game, and I was like, I think Duke, wait, the talent they had in Coach K's last year, it's like, I think they're going to win the national championship. And it's uh, disgusting. We can't listen. As it, a it, people, it, we can't it, let this happen. It's six total games, right? He's made it through three. Got to the the thirty two, the sixteen. Now he's in the elite eight. So the further he goes, the funnier it is. If he falls, that is true. But the like the 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 ones are like Zaga's out of there. Baylor's out of there. The ones are out of there. I think Duke is would have to be. The favorite as of now, but even I saw yesterday before they played, you could have got Duke winning the championship at plus fourteen hundred, which is chaos to me. Uh, I don't know what it is now, but maybe now listen, they're good. We were fools. You should to get in on that now, because then we all root for the end demise of Coach K, and then if that doesn't happen, we at least make some money. We call it the win-win. See, mm. um. I'm tempted. Like they, the the bit I saw was Paolo kind of taking them home. Um, they had 
Trevor Kills, I don't know if he was foul trouble or injured or what, but he's just like a projected first round guard on the and they had him on the bench because Jeremy Roach just I, he weighs like 122 pounds. Just like the random Duke guys, like he's just pulling up off the dribble and hitting jumpers, man. You just gotta ride the Jeremy Roach train. And they rode it to the Elite Eight. Squiffy said me liking Duke is objectively one of my I would argue it's the only character flaw, Squiffy. Yeah, you got to put that That's tough. above who, everything else. Nick's tape asked this yesterday. It was a good question. It said, who outside of uh, Duke fans likes Coach K? I said police. I think that's really it. FBI like some of the, agents. Some Yankees of the fans, <laughs> Cowboys fans, you know, those combination <laughs> front runners. Uh, Dodger Manchester fans. You, uh, Dodger fans. <laughs> Um, and also it was brought up as like, well, a good bit excellence. the team USA guys like them. I was like, yeah, the ones that didn't go to college, Kobe and LeBron, Kobe and LeBron was like, yeah, I could, I could play for this guy. The ones went to college, like, I'm not playing for that guy. Um, but alas, it was just Paolo passing, uh, to Mark Williams, their first round, uh, center hitting some shots from, uh, I saw AJ Griffin hit some free throws. He'll probably go top five. So I think they're going to cut down the nets. It is what it is. Is I don't Paolo like it good? I've, been, I've watched, like, is Paolo, like, that good? Because I've heard, like, yes. top two pick. Like, is he yes. for sure? Yeah. I've watched 10 minutes of Duke basketball, and I wasn't impressed in those 10 minutes. I it's If if you give me, Scoob, the um, – give me the Ringers NBA draft, because they got, like, some comps and stats and, and, and stuff in there. Oh, that's uh, the that, that AOC crack. AOC's got the got the. Listen, numbers. that guy's addicted to college ball. I'm really worried. I might ask him on here, man. We gotta have an intervention. That guy's addicted <laughs> uh, to like. He's like, man, Chet Holmgren reminds me of like a super powered artist, Gilmore. I said, artist Gilmore. Um, here we go. I think I found it. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Let's let's have a look at this. I want the yeah. This perfect. right? Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Perfect. Um, so give me the go to uh, yeah Paolo's third right now. We're looking at the Mont draft. They've got oh excuse me they he oh okay he's got Paolo falling to plummeting four. down draft boards plummeting it's sliding. Um, so the thing with Paolo, if you haven't watched him, it's they say like shades of Chris Webber, shades of Julius Randall, and oh so he's bad. That's why it's like man, those are not inaccurate comps. But the thing that worries me most about Paolo is he, what's it got him listed? 6'10", 2, what, 50? Mm, uh, yeah, 250, yes. Yeah, he, like, he's a large human being. And what scares me about him, I don't know if he's going to always, like, use his size. Like, he did it something, like, down the street. And maybe he did the whole game. But there's times, like, he's that big, strong, fast, that when he wants to just go downhill and get a bucket, that's just what he's going to do. Like, there's just really not much you can do about it. And I think it goes both ways because it's like defensively not great. I mean, he's not a great def- like. Yeah, click on a full scouting report there for right. Paolo, please. Ooh. What's it? What, okay, there. Yeah, no. Hey, listen, this guy's addicted to college. Imagine watching college basketball. Oh, we, we, we gotta get we gotta get KOC correct. some help. Um, let me see. Scroll down. I want to see the weaknesses. Uh, minuses. Here we go. Yeah, it's not a weakness. Yeah. It's just a minus. No, no, it's a minus. Something. Now you're right. I'm I'm speaking antiquated language. Mm-hmm. Um, defensive effort fluctuated, and like that's kind of what scares me. He goes in and out, like defensively. Now he's not the first person to do this in college. 
But I do want like on the other end, it's like, hey, man, like, you don't need to be a lockdown defender. But just as big as you are, if you're just at like Julius Randle last year, he wasn't locking anybody up. But it's like you, you can be part of a great defense, like if you're willing to be like put in the effort. Um, but the comps, he, like Weber, maybe like skill wise, maybe. But defense is never going to be his strong point. But the big thing is if, if he's going to be a forward, he, you should be able to just hide him. Like so, it it shouldn't be an issue, but there are some times. Yeah, what else? Guys, for we see, doesn't lack confidence. Uh, confidence in this jumper. Yeah, not a great shooter would be the knock. But I'm trying to like. There's some. So he doesn't play defense <laughs> and he doesn't shoot well. It's yeah. Go. Does he have a stats? But he is. Uh, he is big though. He is large. <laughs> it's he's from Seattle. That's a good. Yeah, thirty two percent from three. So not so eight boards. Uh, better than I thought, but. Uh, yeah, season prospect with the upside of Bloss to a star. Okay, what are his pluses? We don't say strengths anymore. We say pluses. Um, <laughs> versatile scorer who can post. Yeah, like he projects to be able to score it from anywhere. Like that type of guy. Like one of those. If if you have to hide him defensively, he projects to be good enough. It's like that's just what you do because he's going to be scoring 20 whatever a game. So he is that good. He is. I, I haven't seen anybody have him fourth. That's interesting. Um, go up to one. You if you him, Jaden Ivy. Uh, yeah, I think Jaden Ivy. Yeah, he's got Ivy at three, but one is Chet. He's got Chet Generations, <laughs> Generation Z, Pau Gasol, Rudy Gobert with perimeter skills. Not a great playoff showing for Chet, but I do. I feel like he probably is and will go number one, like almost regardless of who gets it. Just because like, he projects to be that level of like defender. But also big that can handle the ball, shoot the three. Scoob's not seeing it. He's not seeing Dude, it. Draft Chet at your own risk. This guy's gonna stink. Why? Why? What's the beef? I mean, just I mean, look at look at the guy. Like, watch him play. He's not gonna. He can't play in the NBA, man. He's gonna get. I mean, he's gonna get. Giannis is oh, gonna. On, you sound like Charles Oakley now, Scoob. He couldn't play in this era. I mean, dude, okay, if he grows to be, like, Giannis-sized, maybe. But, like, if he's going to be this small and skinny, like, he's going to get beat up. Like, Well, he's not going to stay 100. <laughs> he's not stay 150 pounds? Yeah, so, again, the, like, uh, yeah, he just he just never puts on. He's like, I will not eat. He's I won't do it. He's already 20, though. Like, he's already that up is, there. Okay. That's a knock, because for a guy with, uh, let's scroll down. How I think Jabari Smith might be, like, two years younger than him. How old Jabari Smith? 19. So, okay, like a full year, but Jabari Smith, Paolo, Jay Nivey, those guys, like physically, they're ready to play now. Right, right. Chet is, I mean, it, similar was said about Mobley, but even Mobley had like 20 pounds on him last year. So, if you can put Chet with a center where he won't have to do as much of that banging, just because, like, what, if you put him at power forward, how many power forwards right now? Like, of course, Giannis, nobody's guarding Giannis, right? But, like, like the non super duper star guys. Everybody going small at four. So how many guys are going to really punish, punish him? I mean, dude, I Dar think Darius Baisley is going to put Chet Holmgren in a, in a hoop. Like. Darius Baisley's not putting – I wish he put a basketball in the hoop. Um, yeah, give me uh, Chet's strengths and weaknesses. He was getting bodied last night. I don't know, man. Listen, we'll get to the Mark Few pack. I th what honestly worries me the most about Chet, even more than the weight, is – where th like teams are just going to defend him in the NBA by switching smaller people on them. That's just how it's going to go. They're just going to put your wing or power for or whatever and be like, okay, if he posts us up, then he posts us up. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be like, he'll be like Jay Crowder or whatever. Jay Crowder, is he locking anybody up? No, but he's strong. And it'll be like, okay, if you're going to switch on me, then just post me up. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have to, I think he's a really good ball handler. He's a really good shooter. So I think he will, like he can operate in different spaces. So I think it'll be kind of less of an issue. But when it comes down to it, I think that like that's just what they're going to do. Teams are going to put like a wing on him, like Porzingis almost. Like you're so tall, you're so thin. Post us up. And that's going to be an issue. So he just looks so awkward. I just it's, I think he's got a bad face. He doesn't have a face that strikes competitor. Like it's he just oh, his name's Chet, man. Guys... He got a bad rap all the I mean, he also was about to go number one in the draft and he's seven. He didn't get it that bad per se. Um but he does look very ghoulish. <laughs> um, you guys watch Succession. He looks like Cousin Greg, just but like stretched out a bit. And like that, it doesn't scream confidence. He doesn't have a uh, like a, a swagger to him that I think you want if you're drafting a guy number one. I'll say that on the flip side, I'll be like, that's exact. I don't want to, I don't want no swag. Like, because he he's a big man, but I don't have to throw him the ball to post up. You know what I mean? He's like, a, you don't have to prove he's a big man. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, Chet's the bell. Oh, my God. We got to post Chet up three times or he's not going to rebound today. Um, it feels like he's like a 15 and 10 or a 15 and 12 guy where it's like and plays very solid defense where he's he's not going to be a star scorer, but he's going to be a very, yeah. very solid contributor. And it's like that. Do you want that number one or do you go with like it feels like Jabari Smith has much more like a much higher ceiling in terms of like superstar power where Chet's just like he's going to be a solid basketball player. Well, the thing with Ch- is offensively, yes, but like defensively, he project like defensive player of the year, like that level of dominance. So if it's like if you're adding again, go bear with perimeter skills is a great, great player. Like if Rudy Gobert could uh, dribble and shoot the three and wasn't Rudy Gobert, I'd be like, hey, how, how about that as a prospect? Um, and wasn't universally hated? Yeah, so uh, George makes a good point. Anthony Davis was very skinny, no swagger, and he's a champion. He's going to overstep the steps of the draft, take a tumble, and miss <laughs> his first two seasons somehow. <laughs> Leg just falls completely off. Adam Silver's like, oh, oh no. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, <laughs> They'll install escalators at every draft after. Um, is it Jacobs? He forgets he to have- tie his shoe and gets stuck in the escalator going up, and now he's just stuck at the top. <laughs> He just no, he just gets folded like the escalator, like a snake because he's skinny. Um, it says Chet is Frank Kaminsky 2.0. That see, I watched Frank, I watched so many years of Frank, man. Maybe that's why I'm seeing I think that's what it is. But again, Chet Holmgren at 14 was a better defender than Frank Kaminsky ever was. Like, that's what's going to, and also, uh, somebody asked in the chat, like, is Chet going to be able to rebound in the NBA? I think he will because one, rebounding's bad now. So who cares? Um, two, he we, like he plays physically. He's skinny, but he's not soft. If if he'll, I posted up on him, I'd back him down. He'd be listen, and he would make you. You'd back him down, and he'd make you eat the basketball as soon as it released left your fingertips. I don't think he would because I'd pass it no. off to the other guy on my team. He would snatch it right <laughs> out of your hand, like like. Yeah, if candy. I'm playing two and one on Chet, then I, I would pass the other guy, and I'd dominate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chet's got. Uh, they send the hard double to Chet Holmgren. He's like, ah, time out, time out, damn it. Um, 
Look, so then, look if it's me and Jam, me and Jam two on one versus Chet Holmgren, I think we score eleven before he does. I don't think you all score a point, and I would be willing to bet whatever. It's two of us. It's me and Jam. Come on. I don't. I, I, mean, you would, <laughs> I don't think you score. If you back him down. You kick it out to me. I cannot do anything with yeah, that. Yeah, say Jam's out there like, right back into Chet. Okay, 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 okay. So you wait. I pass it to you. Then when he comes to run his dumbass out there, you pass it back to me. I score. I'm not afraid to shoot. I'll shoot the rock. He's pinning that in. You the shoot the rock. I'll say this. My only issue, he has to forfeit after he uh, pins one of your shots against the glass, breaks a bone in his wrist. Uh, and, he, and maybe you guys get the like the one zero forfeiture. Um, if we beat him, uh, we get to take his spot in the draft, and you have to take me and Sex Jay as a package deal where you No, win. No, I think that's more than fair. I think anyone would agree to that. Um, the first pick of the draft is Jam Jumanji. Uh, <laughs> a position both, uh, both of us trip at the same time going up on stage <laughs> chet's like i'm back um <laughs> no this could work um if chet's not a uh i mean if he's not afraid of a little competition i don't see why he wouldn't take you boys on um, exactly. prove it prove you can do yeah, it. yeah prove it so okay it leads us to number two so who do they have getting number two uh i believe it's it jabari up to the piss i I got to say, the Pistons, because they have, like, the Pistons really, if they get a top three pick, they really can't go wrong. Um, yeah, who's the best fit around Cade? Is it Chet? Best, Bari? Honestly, best fit, I think it might be, like, if because if you had Chet there, you could play him off of, it, like, Olenek or Isaiah Stewart or whoever, what, so he wouldn't have to play center immediately. He helps the defense. He's maybe the best shooter they would have on the team right now. Um, I think Jabari Smith Sadiq has the most. Would you say? I'm sorry. Other than Sadiq Bay, Mr. Fifty yes. Point himself. Yeah, Mr. Fifty Ball. Um, I think Jabari has the most potential, like just in terms of, like K six 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 seven. Jabari, what's it say? Six nine, six ten. Six ten. So if they just if they want to get to a thing where it's like we just want to be able to like ball handlers, everybody can shoot, everybody can dribble, everybody can switch. Jabari is your guy. Paolo. Probably, I mean, it'd still be a, it'd be a really fun offensive fit. I just don't know what they would do defensively. Like, I, like Paolo, you're gonna have to have a defensive like anchor. You're gonna have to have to like to hide him somewhere. You're not gonna have to hide Jabari, and you're not gonna have to hide Chet once he gets over 200 pounds. So, like the case for Jabari, he is, like they got two way Rashard Lewis, which if you remember, Rashard Lewis was an all star one way guy. So if you tell me you get Rashard Lewis that plays defense. That's pretty, pretty good. Damn, a taller Harrison Barnes. Again, not, not a sexy name. Um, the Michael Porter Jr. Um, and I want, what does it say in like the strengths are weak? Because I don't see Michael Porter Jr., but I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there's probably something specific. Uh, jump because, shot, I would say. Is that right? what it is? It says he's I, I mean, he's a, yeah, he's a good up shooter. Yeah, he's a, I mean, like a, just in terms of like a really big shooter, I could see that because he's a much better athlete than Porter. He's a much better defender. He's a much better ball, like at the same phase you have a Porter, functional back great athlete dad was an nba player so not only does he have a good back he's got an nba caliber i'd agree oh yeah um see ropes i don't think paolo's bad on defense i think his size like his size is gonna let him get away with that so much but again i just wonder like defense is he gonna use the size he does have is he gonna help if he's not gonna protect the rim is he gonna help clear the glass is he going to body up some of these guys because again He's got 55 pounds on Chet Holmgren right now. 
here's, like, here's the Michael Porter Jr. comparison right here. Okay. Uh, What's it say there? It says he doesn't get very low with the ball and he doesn't have the tightest handle. There's tightness to Smith's lower body on drives to the rim, which limits his fluidity. This is where the Michael Porter Jr. comparison comes. Okay. Okay. I think that doesn't have the tight. Okay. I think that's fair. I think he has a bet. I mean, we didn't see a whole lot of Michael Porter at the same point. I think I would have him better ball handle than Michael Porter Jr. But that's fair. I, I, Porter Jr. seems kind of different because he's like 6'10", but he, he's like a stiff 6'10". You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Jabari is six. This is one of those like all 6'10s are not created. Like again, his 6'10 looks completely different than Paolo's 6'10". Because Paolo was like a mountain. And what's his got Jabari? 6'10", 2... How much did say he weighs? Uh, 2'10". Uh, 2'10". Yeah, so he'll... Little slim, but he'll fill out. I don't know what his wingspan is. Does he have his wingspan there? Because I think he's probably got like all these guys have like probably the crazy wingspan. No, um, no wingspan. The draft guy doesn't have wingspan. Oh, yeah, on. that's tough. It's tough, KOC. Um, My favorite thing to write someone off is if they have negative wingspan. If you have negative wingspan, terrible. You're at, well, listen, that's how, the, that's how the Grizzly got Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain has like the smallest arms in the world, and he's just 30 points a night. Um, Mike says, Paolo reads well. The effort issue, conserving uh, energy and staying out of foul trouble, clamps up in big moments. I mean, that's always the, with like the that was the hope with like Jabari Parker and Jaleel Okafor. It's like, listen, he's just conserving a little energy. Now, to be, I think he like athletically, he's better than either one of those guys. So that alone will help him. Deep. Like, I don't think he's going to be a minus. But of these top three, I think he's comfortably the worst defender. But he's comfortably the best scorer. So. And then, okay, yeah, so who they have getting Jaden Ivey? Uh, That's interesting. Then. Another guard? No, I don't like that. Just keep drafting I'm, them and hope one of them is good, right? That's the good strategy. One, one of these guys will be Michael Jordan. Um, So he's got Jaden Ivey. They, they got to uh, take a big. If the Magic got to take a big, like next to Wendell. They, they got, got Mo Bamba. They got, they got the biggest big, Jonathan Isaac. They, need a, they would need, honestly, Jabari. Is who would fit perfectly here? Like they got guards and bigs. Uh, I wouldn't hate Paolo here. Honestly. Like if 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 you just basically swap Bamba with Paolo, let Wendell handle like the rim protection or defensive anchor. I wouldn't hate that. Ivy, this would be like best player available because he's gonna be better than Cole Anthony. He's probably projects to be better than Suggs and Fult- anybody else they have. But like they got his comps, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Jumbo Darius Garland. He's not nearly the passer. Um, oh, I don't hate Oladipo as a comp though. Um, he is what's what's Jaden Ivey six, what four, six, five? four, six, four. Yeah, 20 year old sophomore. Um, again, can shoot it three. Assist. Yeah, that's why I don't, I don't think he has like the vision. Um, I don't, I don't like that for the magic at all, but as a prospect, him going three is interesting. Because just in terms of what you want going forward, like that ball handling guy, six four, six five, can defend multiple positions, play on the ball or off the ball. He's a he's a a, a coach's son. Only it's mom this time. Normally his dad's the football coach, his mom's the head coach of Notre Dame, oh. uh lady basketball, and his dad dad played uh I think pro uh, wide receiver. So he and Jabari Smith, genetics guys. If you're playing the uh, genetics game, old school Madden. If you're doing the old uh, eugenics, <laughs> see, Doctor. Anybody think this class is kind of weak? Um, no, I think this is actually a pretty, 
I won't, I won't say top heavy. I think any of these top four guys could be really good. I think Chet projects to – if you just think he puts on the weight, then he would have, in theory, no weaknesses. He, he weighs – Chet in weighs theory. the same as uh, Jaden Ivey, and he's almost <laughs> a foot taller. Okay, got got the wingspan, though, and a better shooter, something to consider. Um, I think I would see. take Jabari 1, Ivy 2, and then that's when I would take a shot on Holmgren 3. So you got Paolo 4? Yeah, I'd still do Paolo 4. Okay, so in, in a vacuum, from what you've heard and seen, Jam, how, how would you rank your, your top four? Uh, I think i go Jabari 1 as well. I just like the kind of guy who's 6'10", who can shoot like that. Seems Listen, it's a good get. It's a good <laughs> yeah. get. Counter Chet is seven three and can shoot something to consider. If that's what if that's your angle, he could shoot in it college. Like Jabari's just like much more like can create his shot more. Whereas Jets, I've only seen Chet shoot on like wide open threes at the top of the key. I've never like I don't I haven't. Oh no, he I, can. I, that's man. I wish we could show. She, he's shooting uh, off like, the dribble. Yeah, no, he can like legit like he he'll pin the shot out of the air. And just take it itself, like point center, and either finish it. He can dish it off. He can shoot off the dribble. You wouldn't want him shooting off the dribble, but I think a good part of his game is like he knows. Like if he's going to shoot, he's smart enough. To like I'll, I'll give it up, get to my spot to get it back. Um, but he can't. Like he's, I'm telling you, man. Say if guy is this guy weighed 142 more pounds, nobody would even be saying this. Nobody would even nobody would even be having these conversations. If he weighed, hey, if Chet weighed three hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, legit. Because it's the thing that would worry me, and the thinnest person I ever saw, and even then he ended up keeping on weight was Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel at Kentucky was already a thin guy, tore his ACL, and at the combine he weighed in. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was two hundred six pounds. And I was like, Jesus Christ, he's, he's, he's shooting guard out here. <laughs> and again, to his credit, Nerlens, I don't like, again, he'll always be a thin guy, but he's, look at what's Nerlens, no, 230, 235. Like he, he weighs enough. I'll put it like that. He, he weighs enough to where you can get the Nerlens Noel experience. Um, what do you got? Because um, I know he's got like the crazy wingspan to 220. Um, 220. I, feel, I, I think he's a little bigger than that, but. If Chet got to 220, that's a win, baby. Like that, that's 30 pounds, that's 25 pounds. And I so, mean, Nerland's Noel, seven points for a career. That's that homegrown numbers, right? Oh, brother. Um, now, Chet, he's he's real dude. I don't know who I want to see get the number one pick. I think I would, I honestly wouldn't hate Detroit. Like, uh, Caden Jabari is really interesting. Just because it feels like if you're going to do the kind of Raptors thing, like we want everybody to be a certain size so we can get to a point where Celtics thing, whoever, where we can switch. You have Cade, who's 6'6", which feels like the hardest part to to get. And then if you get Jabari, a guy who's, and again, like won't sacrifice anything. If you had Jabari and Sadiq Bey on the wings, like that's, you 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 cooking with grease. Um, then you got a little beef stew, if that if that's what you what you please. See, Noah says Chet will put on the weight fine. Far from the only skinny player to have this issue, he won't be the first to come out. Yeah, if you like, if if so, if X number of years from now Chet doesn't have the weight on, I'm looking at my strength team because any who who's the who's like the skinny guy is like man, he just never could. He, he washed out of the league, man. He just could not 
Tayshaun Prince played in a more physical era for like 15 years. Like, even then, it, it can be a detriment, but... I just feel like players from Gonzaga don't turn out. Like, they very rarely do. Uh, Sabonis is good. Yeah, I guess Sabonis is... Sabonis is good. Your boy Jalen Suggs. Um, yeah, that's it's a little. Adam early. Morrison had a long NBA career. Yeah, Adam Morrison. That's Adam Moore, uh, Brandon Clark, uh, Killian Tilly, Kispert, Zach Collins, uh, Rui. <laughs> so, like I said, I, I mean, an all star cast. Yeah, um, yeah, this is the starting five. I mean, <laughs> they're going to the championship, I would say. <laughs> no, it's the subs with the was 212 pounds coming out of college so even yeah, and now it's one of those pretty, he looked now he's 240 yeah. like he put on 30 pounds of presumably muscle because he still looks skinny as hell That's, and it's one of those he look i think chet's gonna always look like that like i like ad is the one guy or i guess Giannis. but even then Giannis, Giannis is a slender guy with enormous shoulders ad filled Giannis out filled on, out Giannis put on like 40 pounds of pure muscle yeah and also, I'll say this: AD. I don't want to say he like filled out too much, but I these injury concerns, right? You know what I'm saying. So you don't want a guy to fill out too much. Um, but the weight, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't be concerned. It would not be an issue. Um, somebody said, Mar- "Yeah, now marketing was was Arizona." And again, he's like any other tall white. He's just a much better defender than any other tall white. Maybe he might be the best tall white defender ever, man. Mark Eaton, RIP. Um, and he's American, so just know Chet's gonna get a lot of uh endorsement opportunities. You guys rocking the, the Chet ones when they come out? Yes. Uh they they're just air monarchs. New balance Chet yeah, ones. <laughs> they're just monarchs in whatever team colors uh that he has. So yeah, good point. Giannis also entered the league after malnutrition. So there's that. <laughs> Maybe Chet's malnourished. Maybe not. You think Mark Few's feeding them, feeding those boys up there? Not feeding them W's. I mean, you'd think he would. You would hope so. (laughs) You would hope so. Uh, I hope the players are getting fed. (laughs) We want to do some only out of their nil money. Yeah, no, God, no. We want to jump into some portal, or do we want to light the Mark Few pack first? Um, I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. I mean, I'm ready to. I'm ready. We can light it. I think. I think I'm ready to light it. It must be done. Because I mean, I'll say this: salute to Arkansas. Like the only reason I ever picked any SEC team, I was like they're battle tested, and Arkansas was the one team that believed me. Every other SEC team folded, folded like a damn tent. So salute to Arkansas. Listening to my analysis. Yeah, Gonzaga just didn't. They didn't lead at any point. I don't think it doesn't look like. Um, it's a tough scene, man. Um, the chat pack. I, uh, some were saying the chat pack went up. He was in foul trouble. He yeah. What he had fourteen and eleven in twenty four minutes. I get. I didn't watch. I saw a couple. The foul he went out on was in a. I just one of the worst it's like yeah no this is why college ball is worse it's not because they're missing layups it's not because superior or, excuse me inferior athletes it's because the consistently worst officiating i think in sport like not i'm not kidding people that don't generally watch sports watch like march madness and are like that doesn't seem right um yeah no it's he awful got, to watch 
like somebody drove. I don't even think he left his feet. Like went his arm straight up, and that was. I was like, even I was like, that's the fifth foul in the top. Like, come on, man. Um, but they're out. They have Drew Timmy, who's either about to win like their conference player of the year. He'll, he'll be another NBA player, so you can add, <laughs> you can add him to the starting lineup. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm. De- Is it time to light the few the Mark Few pack? I mean, I saw a tweet that said it was something about their record against a winning team one two it was gonzaga has the same a similar winning percentage against team seated one two or three Mm -hmm. has a similar winning percentage to teams seed was it i think seated 14 15 16 got it right yeah here we go hope that updated also this is a running account like they've just been keeping not a good thing for the mark few pack like if i was sprinkling something on top of the mark few pack it would be this tweet um updated for 2022 gonzaga has a 7.6 win percentage against one two or three seeds since the 2001 ncaa tournament they're one in 12 in the same time period so since 2001 14 15 16 seeds have a 6.7 win percentage in the first round games against one, two, and three seeds. 17 and 235. So a 14, 15, or 16 seed is more like, or just almost as likely to win a game as Gonzaga is to defeat a one, two, or three seed. And just sprinkle that on the pack. That's a tough, that's a tough one to read. And that's why I can't trust player like chet where i've got questions and he plays for a team that always gets bodied against big cop you know but okay is that but on you, chet you or is that Jabari on mark was better and auburn got knocked out oh yeah i was say auburn been gone for weeks yeah um, but that's it's not a history of that you know it's not a history yeah but chet's only uh, been there Bruce for Pearl. three months <laughs> what do you mean he's only been there three months Six months. He's only been there. He's been there since September. He said like he wasn't there for the ten years. They was blowing the the bag. Also, do we think Chet? Maybe this is maybe Mark Few was like, "Don't eat, man. You don't need to eat." <laughs> like if, if we got to put the Mark Few pack up, he might have been putting bad info in Chet's ear. Food's bad, Chet. You don't need it. I don't know. I think it just goes. It goes hand in hand. You know. I think it's two. Two both things can be true. It doesn't. Two have to sides be. of the same coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mark Few, they chose two thousand one. Gonzaga has been, excuse me, Mark Few's been in Gonzaga since 2000, no, since 1999, excuse me, since 1999, that was 2001. He's made the tournament every year, every single year, which is impressive. Um, Two Final Fours, two runners-up, those are the same years, of course. 18-time WCC uh, Conference Tournament Champion, so he's got the WCC on lock. Um, And again, Sabonis. Zach Collins, Rui Hachimura, Brandon Clark. He's putting, like, he's getting some NBA talent. And the man knows how to build a program. It's just, is he the guy to get you over the over the final threshold? Well, it's five. He's had five number one seeds since 2013, and he's made the championship game twice, lost once. Last year, they were undefeated going to the championship game, and they lost. And I didn't see uh, people was all over Kentucky when, when we, uh, we we didn't even get to the championship game, suckers. <laughs> um, they didn't put the Mark Few pack up then. Then he gets a DUI that summer. I was like, I was like, Mark Few, Mark Few, and they were like, yeah, Mark drunk ass Few. Um, so he's he inherited uh, 
like 12 people go to Gonzaga, right? This is not a big school, not a big whatever. I'm we passed that dude. You get one seeds and number one picks in the draft. Like I do you uh, like that 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 feels irrelevant to me. But he is building the program. Gonzaga's not I don't like they're not a blue blood. I would red blood, right? Like they've been you've been in the tournament every year for 20 years. Just so irrelevant. They're never a threat to win it. You know, like you, you always know that at some point. I just think when they were live. undefeated, they were a threat to win it. No, because no, because <laughs> Even then. the entire season was spent going. Gonzaga will lose gloriously, and but then they kept winning. I just, I don't know, man. I said once Jalen Suggs hit like the game winning shot and stood on the table, I was like, oh wow, they really might do this. Um, and then. Scott Drew and Davion Mitchell said no. Well, no, exactly. no, no. So they didn't do um, it. That's the point. Yeah, so it's and again, how do you, like the uh, the road to even get to blue blood is a pretty long That's what I'm saying. Like they're so it's like in the grand scheme of things definitely not uh like he's still I guess technically building but at a certain point i don't care if you got 10 students or, or 15 man if y'all keep getting close y'all gonna want to y'all gonna want to cut some nets like winning the wcc have, is not gonna be enough would you rather have cal or mark few cal no question if we gonna if it's gonna end the same give me the <laughs> give me the cal experience uh and i don't know it's going the same cal at least got one so no, yeah, Cal in a in a in a wash. Uh, Jacob said, "Is Villanova blue blood? If not, there." And that's why it's one of those like I feel it, it takes a long time to build blue blood. Like they won two rings, and I still like we're asking, are they blue? If not, they're close. And Gonzaga been winning for twenty years, but hadn't they the Gonzaga Devil Rays? Man, they're doing it the right way, Scoob. They got a small payroll. Nah. Um, they, they get close. Once you are a blue blood, can you lose a blue blood like status? Like is UCLA still a blue blood? I would. I think you can. Um, I would say UCL. I think their last title was, I think, 95. And they've had some. If, I was going to say, if you can lose a blue blood and they haven't lost it yet, maybe you can't. Because people said, like, last year, Kentucky won nine games. It's like, Kentucky's still a blue blood. It's like, listen, it was a shit year. But to lose blue blood, like, to make blue blood, it takes more than a championship. Like, Baylor's not a blue blood. They just won the championship, but they're not. It is what it is. It takes more than one year to lose it. So, I, yeah, it is UCLA. UCLA, that's an interesting one because now they're back in decent-ish. They're not embarrassing anymore. Um, and, boy, were they embarrassing for a while. Well, there's, but I feel like people would describe Indiana as a blue blood, but they haven't been good at basketball in a while. Yeah, so they, and Indiana's a good one. Like, is Indiana blue blood because people would think that, and they hired Tom Crean on purpose. You know what I mean? So how blue is the blood, baby? Um, I don't even know who the like. Okay, I, probably easier to list the blue bloods. I would say I think Duke is a blue blood. I think Kentucky is a blue blood. I think UCLA still is. Carolina. It was close. Carolina is a blue blood. Um, Grum says got to turn. Or I guess yeah, what's the qualification for blue? Like, is it? It's not only titles because again. Baylor just won one. Villanova won two in three years. I don't think they're they're knocking on the door. When we're taking new blue blood applications, Villanova will be approved. Um, I'll see to it. 
Um, Indiana lost blue blood when they hired Crean. I'm fine with that. Kansas is a blue blood. Kansas, 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 is, is, blood. Kansas is a blue blood. Um, as the legacy of players in the NBA as well. See, I agree with that 100%, but I know people who firmly do not. Like the legacy of the college is the legacy of the co- and what they did there and all that. The legacy of what they did after that. So I, I see both sides. I tend to agree with the Grum side that, yeah, like again, because we just listed the, the NBA players for uh, Mark Few over the past 20 years. So Mark Few could put his wall of like, we got nine NBA players and no rings. Cal could be like, we got 900. And I at least got one. So I I do think the legacy counts. Um, it's a part of the puzzle, I would say. We're looking at, this is Gonzaga. This is our upcoming recruiting class. Uh, Yeah, it's one guy and uh, he's three okay. stars. But they got a five-star yeah. interested. They'll cook something. This also, like, them getting one guy matters less because most of their non-Chet guys stay, like, four years. So, matters a little less. And, he, I mean, Mark Few got all his time. Yeah, they're still, they're getting the teams. Let's see. Titles are prerequisite for Blue Blood, but they need more. Yeah, like, it it, it takes time. Um, now, like them Florida, having a mid-class is tough. Florida's not one, like, despite... I'm trying to yeah, look, I was I would, looking at the list of, like, teams that won a couple in, like, the yeah, last... Yeah, Florida won back-to-back, and they, what what hurt them is that while they were winning back-to-back, the football team was also winning, <laughs> um, so they couldn't even make any ground, like, at their own school. Um, no prospects in the top 100 is tough. Now, I imagine it won't end that way, just because... I mean, listen, he's been out, like, Mark... He's gonna have a lot of time to recruit. He'll get somebody, grad transfer or something. Um, and the, the, the caliber of players he's getting is clearly getting better because again, it, it, it's, it was Roni Turry off. And now last year it was Jalen Suggs and this year, the number one pick. So if he doesn't have, you know, an elite talent this year, that'll be bucking the trend, uh, as of late. Let's see who's the Zags comp in football. Um, Notre Dame. Well, Notre Dame has like the history. Yeah, I was gonna say even then. Yeah, noted. Well, <laughs> yeah, you said the Z- the Zags have won their thing for twenty years in a row, or made the tw- tournament twenty years in a row, right? That ain't history, though. Ah. That 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 that's their. Notre history. Dame doesn't have a thing that they've won ever. In, like like since nineteen. Listen, Notre Dame has not won since like, I think nineteen eighty seven. So it's, get... it's a recent comp, I'd say. Like a recent. Yeah, comp. I was gonna say yeah. Depend. Um, doesn't have to be the Dodgers. Whole <laughs> Till the Dodgers started just spending uh, excessive amounts of money. Um, somebody said UCF. I don't hate uh, UCF is actually because even the year that they went football. Nah, nah UCF because UCF was smaller. Like they dominated their conference. They went undefeated, and they're like, we should get a chance. Everybody was like, that's cute. Um, I don't hate. Yeah, UCF. That's not a bad one. Yeah, Notre Dame also used to win, and Notre Dame has all the resources. So I would I'd be shitting on Notre Dame more because uh, they got their own channel, so everybody can see them lose every week. Uh, and also, I think with Blue Bloods, I think you you definitely have to define like how long, like the era, right? Because there was an era where Notre Dame, there was an era where Miami was. I don't Miami's not a Blue Blood football team anymore, and they were for so. a long time. Um, Boise, Boise State football, that's interesting because they would always get there, but it's like, yeah, they're doing good and they're 
winning bowl games and they get to the Sweet 16, that's great. And but it's like they're not they're not cutting down no nets. Um, Cincinnati's interesting. Let's see. Uh, I mean, is there any? I think Gonzaga's at a point like that. You don't. They're not going to fire Mark Few, right? Like you're not getting anybody in there that's going to do better with the resources than he has. So you really you. And I don't to anybody that wants Mark Few fired. I think is not a Gonzaga fan because nobody knows Gonzaga fans. Um, Are there Gonzaga fans? I was I was told last week when I can't remember who they were playing, but there was a chant in the stadium, and they were chanting for the other team, and I was like. Man, they playing like I think they were playing in Washington State and Gonzaga's the one seed. I was like, the other team is getting cheers like that. And somebody was like, Oh, come on, Whiskers. Their enrollment is only 3,800 or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, everyone knows you have to be enrolled in the school to go to the game and root for this for the right. sport. Every everyone knows that. And I think they were playing whatever 16 seed, uh, like I'm sure Southeast Dakota State, uh They've got an endowment of several billion dollars, so I can see how it's uh, apples to oranges. Well, well Spokane <laughs> is, is in that? eastern Spokane's in eastern Washington, so they don't even get the the benefit of the, those sickos in Seattle who fly the twelve flags. Yeah, like, like listen, there's not enough overlap there. Honestly, you know, I th- that's where that's the next step he's gonna have to take because Seattle, Wash, like Paolo, Paolo's from Seattle, and. Like Levine, like Seattle gets basketball talent, and are, is any of them ever going to be like, I want to go to Gonzaga? I want to go to rural Washington. I like as I think about it, I'm amazed Jalen Suggs did. Jalen Suggs was like a Gatorade football, like quarterback of the year, two sports star. Could have went anywhere for football or basketball. Chose basketball wisely, and was like, I want to go from Minnesota to Washington. Chet Holmgren. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Chet, Chet, yeah, Chet just followed Jalen Suggs. They were yeah, they, I think they played together. Both, I think they're from yeah. like same school. So what the fuck is going on in Minnesota? Because Paige Beckers is also from there. So we, I don't know what's going on in. Uh, it's the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Mm-hmm. I'll have those waters killed. Um, so I don't. I, also, I don't. I don't want to have to do it, but I'll, I'll, I'll like the Mark Few pack. Because again, if you're doing stuff like this, you you can't be in the in the news for DUI is what I mean you shouldn't be in news for DUI anyway I'd hope but damn Mark Few like you really you have the least pressure of any one seed like nobody ever like there I'm sure there's like one national blog or one uh, local blog that's like I want this few guy out of here and everybody else is like hmm hmm what can you do um anyway See, Spokane spiritually is very similar to Minnesota. I, I could see that spiritually see it. <laughs> as a cat. Yeah, yes, um, <laughs> Father Jalen Suggs. Um, let's do a little poital, shall we? Oh, what if this is a Gonzaga player today? Have you done poital today, Jim? Or Jim? I have not. What if this is a Zagster? Kelly Olenek, come on down. Um, listen, I'm fine. We're rolling. We're starting with Kelly. The chat has been covered. Uh, ooh, okay, okay, okay. As it would turn out, it is not Kelly Olenek, but it is someone than in the 30. East, someone in the Central Division. So we are thinking Pistons. That's the Bucks. 
that is the Pacers, that is the Bulls, that is the Cavs. Cavs. Um, but not the Pistons. Shorter than 6'11, older than 30. So we got ourselves an old fogey. Um guard take... Ricky Rubio. Is he Ricky on the Cavs Rubio? still? He, he is on well, he's on the Pacers, which are still oh, okay, central. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could we could go Richard. We could go Richard. Show me. Dick. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> nah, hold on now. Hold on now, school. Hold on Let's now. Go. Hold on now. He was really, that didn't smell right. He was, I, you know, I, smell test. I feel he, like we got to. Re- <laughs> the only guard I could think of that was older oh, than 30. Sure. <laughs> I, I know two guards in the central that is Drew Holiday and Ricky Rubio. Like that are older Both than over 30. 30. <laughs> I don't even think Drew Drew James might be Harden. 29. He's not in the no, central. Drew's, Drew's old man. Um James Harden's not in the central, is he? He will be. Uh no, I do not. Um <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying we had we had to run the sometimes you run the review in the officials review and it's like, hey, all, hey, nothing smell funny here. Everything's cool. I mean, he was um, number ninety-nine. So. I would not have guessed that. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know he wore that has oh, because <laughs> wait, he hasn't played for them. Yeah, he's hurt. He yeah, doesn't he's, have a number uh, then. Yeah. Oh my god! So, wow. Also, I was gonna I say think... that's some Jay Crowder stolen valor using Boss Man ninety nine. <laughs> Boss Man ninety nine. Um, I would not have guessed. I th- I feel like normally if I saw the silhouette, I could have guessed Ricky Rubio. But if I saw that silhouette, I would not have guessed Ricky Rubio. You don't think I the guess, hair like, and the beard? You wouldn't. I would. Corey Kispert. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, poor Zink. That's a Maxi Kleber, man. I, I would. <laughs> I would have been. I would have been able to tell he was a white, though. I would have oh, known. Sure. I would have. I, I think I would have known Ricky right away from the silhouette too. Oh, it seems like, like the, you didn't need the silhouette to know it right away, Scoot. Uh huh. Uh, I, I. What can I say? I mean, I. I thought he still played for the Cavs. So you guys can't think I was cheap. I thought he. Oh. I didn't oh. even have the team right. So. <laughs> That's what I would say if I was cheating and wanted to get the fuzz off me. Uh, you know. Seems like a well-crafted defense, Scoob. Have you been planning this all morning? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't, he hasn't even played since March 17, 2021. How could I possibly know anything about him? If I already played, it would have appeared that I already played. Think about that. Oh, Scoob, we, you clearly did this in a different browser. Incognito, my oh, friend. No way, no way. I would never betray mm. Opera Browser. <laughs> now, that's a good point. Um, okay. Well, damn, that... Uh, Okay, the NBA draft talk. I enjoyed it. Went longer than I thought, but I would like to hear about fried jelly beans. Oh no, Jam, you like fried jelly beans? I don't like regular jelly beans. That's why I asked. Do you like fried jelly beans? I've never experienced a fried jelly bean. Does it make it taste any less worse? Just you wait and see. So this is Dana White, um, just a good guy. He he does. Yeah. What what's he got here? So he does like uh, every Friday. He does um, hashtag fuck it Friday, and it's like yeah, Monday baby, exactly. And it'll be some like crazy concoction that his um his chef, his private chef, comes up with. And fried jelly bean. This one. How how did he? How did he come up with this one? Where did he he study? Yep. Today's is fried jelly beans, and he posted this. Please, the timestamp is eight fifty two a.m. From Enterprise, Nevada. So that would be 6.52 a.m. 
actually, right? Yeah, I would Pacific. Think so. Yeah, two hours behind you. Yes. So, yeah. so 6.52 a.m., Dana White woke up to fry jelly beans for breakfast. Sure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the video. I got it in the Discord for both of you. Uh, yeah, Archie. Let's roll. What's up, everybody? It's fucking Friday here at UFC headquarters. And today we are trying fried jelly beans. Take a cluster of jelly beans, uh, coat them in batter, and fry them in oil until they're golden. That oil's filthy. All right, here we go. Oh, no, he don't like it. So bad. <laughs> These are awesome. Yeah, yeah okay. Very, very that's good. Dip, that's definitely what you do when you, when, you, when you love a nice food. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the Guy Fieri on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives when he's like, doesn't really like it, but he's like, wow. When they Power. give him eggs. When they give, <laughs> he's like, I have one goddamn rule. I said no eggs. You give me eggs. He's like, I'll eat them, but fuck you. Uh, Interesting flavor profile. <laughs> did he say what was in the batter? Like this dude. <gasps> Yeah, run the. I, I need to see the cooking portion. Uh, so he just takes. You're just dropping jelly beans into batter. Into, into Didn't say what was in the batter. This just doesn't like. There's. I just feel like there's no. There's way more batter than bean. That oil is so nasty. That oil. Look at that. Look, stop on this. this. That's filthy. Just fried dough at this point. <laughs> with like if that's a, what you want, a jelly bean. <laughs> look, just put like go extra hard on the uh, powdered sugar on top if you want a little sweetness. But they don't fry a damn jelly bean. And, the, um, and then it's just like a clump. It's just a mess, a mass of jelly that's beans. That's what I'm saying. So it's like he's eating a clump with probably, that's probably 80% batter, 20% bean. Yeah. Sh- should we look up the rest of his concoctions? Fuck it, Fridays. Yes. Uh, I yeah, mean, let's go. Until, until we get uh, hit our break. Actually, let's take our break. Okay. If you see a good fucking Friday, or if anybody knows it was like, I know one he got, maybe we go from there. But let us take a quick break. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll take 10. We'll be back on the other side. Still a lot to talk about. Um, I want to talk about our wartime general, Mayor, man. I want to talk about this George Steinbrenner, the fourth guy, and how he happened to get a gig with the Yankees. I don't, it smells a little fishy. Um, we're going to talk some Lake Lanier. I want to talk, about, uh, they don't want me to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. So let's take 10. Thumbs up, five star on the way out. Please and thank you. Subscribe. You can join us on the other side of the break. I'm going to go get myself some deep fried jelly beans and we'll be back. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Hour two. More to get to. But. Did we find out any more of uh, Dana White's oh. uh, delicacies? Um, chat was listing some of them. I, oh, I'm a little scared. Um, I'm going to look right now. Hashtag. I'm sorry, I, want, I want to come back to surprise. Dana but White. I want, it, it's a, what's it, what's, Jan, what's bad surprise called? Bad surprise? Yeah, when I'm surprised, but like surprise, like, oh, it's my birthday, a party. But it was like surprise. Yuck. Uh. Yeah, somebody Kool Aid pickles. Ugh, that's, yeah, that's bad the one surprise. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad surprise. What's the word? What's that called? Fried peanut butter pickle, right here. That, ugh, that's, that's bad. Everything pickle based. <laughs> yeah, right. Shot. This dang. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I would not eat that at all. No, I, no. Look, everybody in the chat tell it. They said we got the bad palates, so this probably right up y'all's alley. So this this fine down in the chat. What's Chester, up, everybody? This is fucking Friday, and today <laughs> we are doing the fried peanut butter pickle. Slice a pickle lengthwise, spread peanut butter on it. Oh no! Batter and fry it. No. That's the same oil from the video it's today. It, definitely. That's car oil. Oh, it doesn't even look fried. It's not even done. Yeah. That's awesome. I was on the fence. I didn't know how it was going to taste. This is excellent. You got to try these. He's a liar. All, they're all good. I bet. The, yeah, they're all delicious. How about that? Yeah, uh, he's probably. Oh, deep fried in and out burger. Bro, they're just. This is the this look, is a, same batter, same oil. No, give chef's me the, give not me the, creative the, at all. He just deep fries stuff that hasn't been deep fried before. It's the same oil. These are on the same day. He just What's changed up, his hoodie. It's fucking Friday here at UFC headquarters, and today we are doing the fried in and out burger. Most of you on the East Coast have never. This already looked cold and nasty. Right. Oh, you can't fry a hot burger. Yeah. And today we're going to fry it and eat it. Start off with a double double from In N Out Burger. Cover it in batter and uh. fry it at 350 degrees until it's golden. I mean, the, it's not boiling. That's not. Yeah, that is not warm oil. Apparently it is. Burned his hand. Burned his tootsies. Yeah. But it's hot. Back at it. Guys, this is outstanding. Deep frying things, they're like, oh, of course it's good. But this next one. You know what we're going to do? We're going to put some chicken in there and we're going to fry it up. We're going to take something I already like and do something I like to it. Uh, What was the next? What'd you say? It's the last one. Cheetos crusted wings and Mountain Dew sauce wings. Sure. What's up, everybody? It is fucking Friday here at the UFC headquarters, and going into this Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. This man is red. He hasn't eaten yet. Chicken wings will be super red. So today, we're taking these two cookbooks that I got, and uh, we're going to be eating the hot Cheetos crusted wings and the Mountain Dew sauce wings. For the hot yes. Cheetos wings, use an egg wash and crushed flaming hot Cheetos to create a crust. Then fry. I ain't the seen a season yet, Lord. Dew sauce. Use that's what the that's way too many ingredients. <laughs> And toss your wings in a large mixing bowl. Oh, fuck you, dude. Right, uh, Wait, hold on. Can you go back to the sauce? I want to see the ingredients, please. Can you? Uh, yes. Can we get a zoom on Here the sauce? Because, they, yeah, they list it, but they don't say what. Uh, so in the the ingredients, flour, again, Lord, it ain't a seasoning here. Yet. The sauce is a zested lemon, a zested lime, lime juice, lemon juice, one can of Mountain Dew. That's the one. Uh Two tablespoons jalapeno, a clove of garlic, tablespoon cornstarch, a tablespoon cold water, four drops neon green food coloring, teaspoon table salt, teaspoon pepper. Uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, like some people don't deserve to cook. Some people don't deserve food. Not the ones that actually don't have food currently. Like these are the people that don't deserve food. What do you say, Jam? So Dana White doesn't deserve to make videos. Each one of these videos, I've just been disappointed uh, when he's come on screen and said something. It's just very unbecoming. Not a Wait, a good character. Again, you that's what you want. Is he the CEO? Is it CEO of UFC? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think he's CEO. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's, they deep fry everything. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm definitely going to knock it, Liam. Liam, who is definitely not Dana White in the chat. And I'm not going to try it. Uh, <laughs> that's the other thing. That's very good. It's all good. Here's the Mountain Dew. And we got water. I need I water. Like it. <laughs> nope. 
are there just like huge Dana White stands out there who are just oh, like yeah. crushing their Twitter every 9 a.m.? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Book it Friday. Book it Friday. What's Listen, you gonna bring... Dana going to come up with today? Will you, will you pipe down, man? They're going to hear you and come in here. Please stop. <laughs> because this is something I have learned recently. Uh, is not a UFC guy, but I said something about I don't even know what it was, but uh, people didn't like it. Uh, you know, so they will, they the will defend is, Dana to the death. They will. The answer is yes. Uh, yeah, this is you shouldn't be drinking Mountain Dew anyway, and then you shouldn't be putting it in other food and then putting it in oil that would certainly run a speedboat. Jeez, uh, <laughs> Louise. Yeah, that was <clears throat> probably some of the nastiest food I've seen. I've had like a fried Twinkie before, stuff like that. So it's like, hey, listen, fried Oreos are busting. Fried Twinkies are cool, but fried Oreos are wow. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't even have to say. I was gonna say like uh, I'd rather eat something fried out of Lake Lanier, but that's also not true. Lake Lanier, very haunted, is a cesspool. You know about Lake Lanier, Jam? I've heard rumblings of a of a cursed lake, but I don't know the details. I'll say, was it me? It was probably me. I'll, tell, I'll just tell anybody like I said it's cursed. It's a cursed lake. What? Oh, uh, three thirty. Three thirty. Um, I'll just tell anybody, anybody that I see that it's cursed. And this comes up because last night on uh, again Atlanta, which debuted, they started the the opening scene was in a lake that was not listed. Uh, they didn't say Lake Lanier by name. But everything described about it was Lake Lanier. And Lake Lanier is a lake in Georgia. It is, if I'm not, it's the biggest lake. So it gets the most traffic, right? That makes sense. Biggest lake gets the most traffic. But it still has a disproportionate amount of like deaths, boating incidents, drownings, miscellaneous fatalities. Uh, even for the size of the lake, is this? Let me see. Scroll down because there's one that's got some charts in it that really show. Uh, probably um, not. Oh wait, full article. What's with all these ads? Let me block these. Give me a break. I got an ad for him right here. Yeah. Um, um. No, this one doesn't have see, charts. Not, okay, there was one of. Okay, it's this one. No, it's this. One. Um, there okay, we go. We That's go. the one. Uh, yeah, if you could do just as close as you could get on that. This is this like the charts that show the scale. And Oconee, for reference, Oconee is the second largest lake in Georgia. I think Alatoona gets second most traffic. Oconee is second biggest. And as you will see here, Lake Lanier has more like boating incidents by year than like the next three combined. Um, that's just boating incidents. Let me see. Keep going. <laughs> Stefan says stream live from Lake Lanier on Monday. He must be talking about he's going to do that. So I wish him well because uh, I know what I won't be doing. He'll be on a so boat Lake... watching. Yeah, that <laughs> and not on Lanier. Uh, says Lake Lanier experienced uh, uh, excuse me, 57 boating fatalities, 145 drownings over about a 20 year span. From 2015 to 18 alone, Lake Lanier saw 43 lake related deaths. And again, like the uh, BUIs boating under intoxication. What is that, Jam? B, is that what BUI is? Under the influence? Under the influence. Gotta be. Um, 
it took a sharp dive and is still much, much higher than everything else. Um, mm-hmm. it's a bad place. Yeah, and so it's like it up. It was it's man made. It was created just by flooding valley communities. Oh like, yeah, cemeteries. It, that's no yeah. First, yeah, and uh, like it, it was something said in the show last night, and it's long been said. It's like yeah, no, you feel like it's something grabbing you down there, and the story, the rumor. It like I mean, that's, it's not a rumor. It is a man made lake. Um, like that's a fact. That, that's not, that's not the propaganda. I did not know it's ran and operated by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, which feels like a... That's weird. I don't want my lake to be... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Um, it is named after a Confederate poet, Sidney Lanier. And I know that because Sidney Lanier is not Macon's finest. Mm-hmm. And I, did def- I definitely did not go to a school that changed his name from being named after Sidney Lanier. I did not. So hmm. maybe it was some maybe it was someone else. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe someone is else. Is it in the Atlanta suburbs? No, this is in Macon. Hypothetically. Wait, wait, the lake or the school? The lake. The lake is uh I'd say 50 miles. Right, like, like an they, hour they, like they, north, 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 did northwest white of Atlanta. Just leave Atlanta, like and do white flight, and they're like, well, we need a lake now. And so they got the Army Corps of Engineers. I'm glad you lake. said that because the town that was flooded was an all-black town. So they actually they didn't get a chance to white uh <laughs> to flight. Uh hmm. because they were drunk. I'm trying to find there's a part in the article. I, oh, here we go. Here's big money. This is a it's like an article, like. You know, you read like a real article when the first letter of the article was big as hell. L. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. They're really setting the tone. It's like, hey, man, buckle up. Because Lake Lanier, the largest lake in Georgia, is one of the deadliest in the U.S. since its formation. 500 people have died there, nearly 200 since 1994. About 11 million visitors descend upon its shores every year. About the same numbers visit the Louvre. So imagine if just people just kept dying every year at the Louvre. Um, so, but the lake's popularity doesn't explain the high number of fatalities. Lake Alatoona, 40 miles to the west, receives close to the same number of visitors every year, but only has one-third of the deaths. Alas, now in the 1950s, there was a story apparently uh, two white girls left a dance and got some gas and they were trying to like leave real quick without paying for it. And they did. And they drove into the lake and died. So, I mean, I, you, you got them, um, show the ass girls. And so apparently that's the arms that are grabbing at you. But before that, uh, here we go up to 1912. Some 1,100 black people owned land and operated businesses in Forsyth County. That fall, on September 9th, an 18-year-old white woman named May Crow was raped and murdered close to Brown's Bridge on the banks of the Chattahoochee River in the village called Oscarville. Excuse me. Crimes were pinned on four young black people who happened to live nearby. It was a 16-year-old, his 18-year-old cousin, their sister, and another friend. They took the last guy, the friend. They just went to his like jail cell, shot him, hung him from a telephone tree. He's out of there. That led to lynchings and all that. They went door to door with torches and guns, burning down black churches, black businesses, 
demanding that all black residents of Forsyth County vacate immediately. The residents quickly abandoned their land, crops, homes, most of their belongings, and the whites pillaged and picked over what remained. The jury took a little over an hour to convict uh, two of the guys. They, they let the sister go, and 5,000 people gathered to watch the two teenage boys be hung. When Lake Lanier was formed in the 1950s, it washed over Oscarville and turned Oscarville into the underwater ghost town. And again, they legit just flood. They were like, it's like boats and power lines and all types of shit because they didn't like clear it out and dam it up. They just dammed it up. Like they just dammed up the community you living in right now. It's like, man, your shit would still be there. Uh, and I know if they did that, I you're not gonna have no fun up on my waters. I died in here, and you're not gonna have no. You're not gonna have no. I'm gonna grab your leg, man. Um. So that is the Lake Lanier, and to this day, people still go. Could not be me. Uh, Julio Jones lost. I think. I think it's a ten million dollar earring at the bottom. Jones had a ten million dollar earring. That listen. I feel like they buried the lead there with him losing. The, mm-hmm. Maybe it was one million. It was. It was. The ring cost million. Um, but yeah, the uh, U.S. Army just dammed it up, named it after a Confederate poet, and since then, there are more like boating again incidents, the deaths, and all that for the state. Like it's not one of the bigger lakes in the country, I don't think, but I do think like the incidence number is up there. Uh, per, I don't know if it's, I don't know how they do it, per fish, per water. I don't know how they do it. Um, Is everyone who goes there just like <clears throat> cocky? Like, oh, Lake won't get me. Listen, yeah. Just tempting the gods with that, I mean, that's what else could it be? Because again, like I said, Alat- I think it's Alatuna, second biggest. It's 40 miles west. Like, you're not driving through downtown and there's Lake Lanier. You're going out of the way to get to these lakes. Uh, and you choose to go Lanier, man. And the drownings, like, uh, they, they, even when they dip, like, their dips are still higher than most of the other places, like, peaks. It's like, we're having a good year. We've only had 14 deaths. And Altoon's like, I had, we haven't had 14 deaths this decade. Um, so that's Lake Lanier, man. I have not been there. I'll never go. Yeah, no. I, I'm good. I, yeah, I don't know. Is there any... Y'all, y'all have any like haunted lakes? Anything, anything like that up you guys' way, or where you grew up? Any haunted uh, dwellings? Um, no. I remember there was like this place. There was this place where people said like up north, and it was like this tiny town where like gnomes lived, and they said mm. there was like a caretaker, like a human caretaker that would like, if you stumbled upon it, he would like track you down and. Feed you to the gnomes. Give you what for? Yeah. Did you ever go? No. No. Yeah, you can't risk it. Jam, y'all have any uh, any fishy business like that? Hauntings I can think of. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. <Pussies>. Um, <laughs> y'all don't even have any lakes. Um, no, but that is the... It is definitely... Uh, is it Foxbrook Lake, Sex J? Um... Where? Andy's saying, uh, and it's actually going to haunted Foxbrook Lake. Is that the one you're talking about? Oh, no, no, uh, okay. I don't remember cult- where this Ooh. was. 
Colt on a lake in northern Wisconsin, Andy says. Oh, wait, maybe I have to go there. Now, now, two birds, one stone. Now I'm interested. (laughs) The show investigates Foxbrook Lake. (laughs) Boots on the water. Um, It feels weird over there, Spliffy says. I took shrimp. Listen, shrimp, you 0 for 2, Spliffy. I've read two sentences in this. This is your 0 for 2. While there, it felt like I was in a haunted movie. I still vibe, though, but it was weird. Oh, you, you just struck out, Spliffy. That was one, that was two, and that was three, my friend. Um, and this no, it's just a thing. Like I, I feel like it kind of got into outside of Georgia lore because a few years ago, Usher's stepson at the time died on Lake Lanier. Like a boat hit his, I think his inner tube. He was at 12, 13, like a, like a little kid. And I feel like that's when a lot of people are like, what, what's the deal with this lake that people keep dying it? And I would, if I was willing, to, I don't feel like looking it up. I wonder when that came out to when those dips for the Lake Lanier stuff was, because I do feel like it went down for a minute. And then like anything, people were like, okay, like we're, we're good. And I say it is March now. So the weather's, we're about to get that uh, Memorial day, uh, 4th of July bump. So Lake Lanier about to be eating good. Just a heads up. Going to be eating real good. Uh, somebody said Waverly Hills in Louisville. The Winchester Mystery House in San Jose. The Springfield uh, Mystery Spot. The, <laughs> um, since Sesh up there, see if he can find them Colt Nikes. That's exactly what, what if that. What if they're keeping the last pairs on the lake? <laughs> they're hiding them in a cabin mm-hmm. up there. And I need you to infiltrate and get me a pair. But don't, I mean, listen, if you want to drink the Kool-Aid, that's your choice. But I need like, I need you to send me like that tracking number. You know what I mean? Before, uh, before you imbibe. I've heard the Kool-Aid could be mighty tasty. They said they mixed it real <laughs> sweet this time for me. That's what I'm saying. Listen, and I, if you want to find out, that's your brother's brother. Um, but if you really could shoot me that tracking, I'd really like that, uh, you know, UPS be like, look not there but we got a slip created for it and i'll be like hey hey, cheers cheers is what i'll say uh a job well done andy found the cult Uh uh-oh uh-oh waverly waverly sound that's definitely waverly place that definitely sound like some scary haunted shit waverly hills yeah let's hack a uh, waverly hill oh it's a sanatorium i don't know what a sanatorium means Oh, so this is like a, you can take tours here? Okay. Yeah, that's haunted for sure. What is a sanatorium? It's like, I think it's... They they showing off sanity? I don't get it. Well, here, it's a former sanatorium. It would. Well, I don't know what a car sanatorium is. It would open for tuberculosis patients. It's like a long-term, it's where you like isolate the people with tuberculosis. It's like a... Uh, like the wing of oh, it's like oh, uh, we're the real sickos or hospice. not sickos super <laughs> yeah. hospice uh but like the contagious ones yeah. i got you uh, lepers and okay i got you yeah. i got you um yeah no definitely want to go oh, there that place is <laughs> not haunted at... that place yeah <laughs> good vibe oh man that's where a guy hung himself by his shoelaces man that is wow uh wait there's a music festival here wow oh that's, that's bold boy Yikes. Sounds of the underground, man. I I can't speak for anybody in here. When I die, I'm gonna do 
haunting boy. I don't like I don't I haven't decided like on what like what it's gonna be. Some like some like mean haunting or some like good natured like prankster haunting. I don't it, it depends. I would yeah, uh, either I'll target be like, your enemies or your friends. Both. Uh, the Nelk, I'll be the Nelk boys of hell. Um no, definitely both. So, but I'm for sure going to do some 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 dastardly uh, deeds. What do we have here? I was looking up the uh, the cult. Uh, Andy Foy said, but nothing appeared. It's truly off the grid. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna have to go up there and get the story. I think you might have to because there's a lot you just don't want in your search history. That is you know true. what I mean. You'll want to get up there and really, you know, boots on the ground, mics and faces, elbow to elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, smell the city. That's right. That's what I like to say. Yeah, smell the city. Yeah, unfinished business is what I think you should book. And it'll be a podcast series on underdog sports. Or start a cult or join a cult. Oh, we talked about this the other day. We've decided we want to join one. Yeah, join. Yeah, let's work. Yep. Let's work. Yeah. You start. You, you, you just have to say yes. So what are the guys presenting? Yeah. That's what I'm what saying. Like somebody's like, hey, he's got to do all the he's got to make the speeches, man. I'm just I'm here. I'm Plus here. It probably weighs on you as a cult leader being like, man, I'm gonna get I'm, they're they're gonna find me out soon. I don't I don't know if you have that. If you're a cult leader, I don't think you have that gene in you. I don't th- <laughs> Oh, I think I think all cult leaders are like in know in the back of the head what they're doing. Oh no, they, they know no, that they're part. scam. Oh, but they don't think they're oh, gonna no, oh, no, no, for sure. That part. But I think they I think they're like this is great. This is going to go forever. <laughs> I think that's the part where it's like, oh, no. They're, and that's when they're like, oh, shit. The police are here. Let's everyone shoot or drink Kool-Aid. Um, but no. Nah, uh, join. Join, join, join by far. Um, Absolutely. I've decided- are there any good? Has, did, did they present any good cults? Did chat give us any good options? Okay. Not a one. No. Uh, what, was there? Oh, I didn't. I was- no, I don't think there was one, except the one Andy's talking about, the one up in Shawano on the lake. Yeah, good vibes. Uh, Camp Onawana. Uh, There's one I would mention, but I don't want to get, um, you know, canceled or have the show targeted. So. Oh, well, then uh, let's not. Let's not. Yeah, well, uh, Inward Lake? No, what, which one? Uh, which one are you talking I about? What are you alluding to? Um, Tom Cruise is a member. John Travolta, Will Smith. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. the well-known oh, yeah. one. Yeah, oh, yeah, those guys play for the uh, mighty Pistons. powerful. Yeah, yeah, those guys, those guys play for the Pistons. We say. Uh, <laughs> I don't mess with the Pistons. That's not my team. You know what I mean? Um, Bad boys. Yeah, <laughs> with a Z. Um, any okay? Speaking of bad boys. That movie was shot in Miami. Do we know where Tom Brady is right now? Uh, I mean, has anyone seen Has anyone seen Tom Brady? He's on Lake Lanier with in a boat. <laughs> it's him and Julio. He said, "I'll help you find that earring, and then you'll sign in Tampa." Um, report. Who's reporting this? This is ninety three point seven. The fan. Jam founded that uh, organization. No. No, the guy who's reporting this is used to be a sports talk radio host in Boston. Uh, I actually used to produce his show. Uh, very serious individual. He, he was not the type of guy who would be like just weighing into random rumors. He, like, he doesn't like the attention. So 
Okay, so if he, 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 he's not to put this out just to put it out. No, he's definitely not okay. that dude. He, he doesn't like jokes. He's like very, very serious. Yeah, Dale Arnold is just like the most very serious journalism type of person. He wouldn't just put it out to just for, for giggles or attention. So, so Tom, the, yeah, the word is he's saying, would not be surprised if Tom Brady didn't play for the Buccaneers next season. Try a little further south. So that so dolphins got to be the fins. Got to be. I mean, he's not going to Jacksonville, and I also I don't think that's south of uh, Tampa. Brady was supposed to meet with Brian Flores on that boat, but Brian Flores had too much integrity. But like that was, I was 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 it ever confirmed? The two I I just heard it was either Brady or Deshaun Watson. Those are two I heard, and. I mean, Brady would, tra- yeah, that's what it, Tom Integrity Brady uh, said. I, I mustn't do this. This is not kosher. Uh, do we, I mean, I know your boy is not, he doesn't tell tales out of school, but is there, it, there's no truth to this, right? Like, he's not going to play for the Dolphins. Is he? Well, it, my trying to connect the dots here is that's why he retired. He retired thinking that he's like trying to trying to put the Bucks in a, in some sort of pinch to try to get out of the Bucks situation, and they wouldn't they wouldn't budge. And so he's like, "All right, I'll come back to the Bucks." Like I wouldn't be surprised if Brady's just trying to manipulate his own way and get his own way. That doesn't shock me whatsoever. But that to the point, if I'm Tampa Bay, they hold his rights, and like Bruce Arians said, like if he if he comes back and plays, it's gonna be for us. Yeah, he They're said like, what they would it, won't facilitate. Yeah, well, the trade. yeah. Yeah, he said they were like, "What would it take?" And I think he said like five first round picks. So basically, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. So Brady's like, "Oh, well, all right. If that's the case, I'll retire." And then they said, "Okay." And then he's like, "Oh, I don't want to retire. I don't like my family or children." Yeah. Um, so he, that's the way I'm like, uh, if Arians, I feel the same way. Like, if you're playing next year, it's for us. If you're not playing, you're not. If you're retired, you're retired. But if you're gonna play, it's for us. Because I mean, is Tampa? If Tampa Bay, do they have five first round picks to? Uh, <laughs> Left to give up. Just give up five picks to get Tyreek Hill. I know it was only one first, but they do have it. They got an extra first next year. But apparently, the athletics says this. Uh, this story is cap. Oh, I'm employed the by the athletic. So yeah, I was gonna say, was it Jam? <laughs> Jam the one torn said? two ways here. Jam <laughs> old bonds and uh, current ties. <laughs> where where do you lean? This is a. Uh, this is definitely some. Uh, it's up to the Quantico Jets. Dream shit. Um, who, who they want to believe? Me, yeah, who, reporting based on one guy I knew <laughs> eight years ago's reputation, or that reporter for the Athletic, who's probably a full time journalist. Hmm. I'll I'll say this though, I don't think there's truth to this, but if there <laughs> is, if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm listening. Of course, I'm li- like. Like, again, I'm trying, but for Tampa, just because their division is going to be so bunk and all the good teams in the AFC, yeah, for this year, at least I would, yeah, if Tom Brady is playing, it will be for us. But if Miami is going to like, listen, we must have, like, we've gone this far. We can't, we're hitching this ship to Tua. And look, the more I looked, the more I looked up, I don't know. I'm not sure they ever wanted Tua to succeed. Um, which no. is a different story, but if I'm Tampa Bay and you're talking like, okay, give us two, and yeah, they got three picks over the next two years. How how down bad are you? 
because if, if, I, if I, for a, a 41 year old quarterback like he's if brady's what, has what one more year left like just reset the franchise just if i'm tampa why not that's what i'm saying if i'm tampa like again unless they're overwhelming me for this one year because again the division their division is so trash panthers don't have a quarterback yet falcons have Mariota. the saints have Jameis coming off injury and not that it like overwhelmingly matters, but Russell Wilson, a good quarterback in the NFC that went to the AFC, like just one less elite guy. It's like, oh man, if it comes down to a showdown, um, it will not be an elite, uh, a B tier guy across for me. Yeah, like Liam says, Tampa trading for two and picks. It is, it, I'd need multiple picks because this year, if you can win the division, you can get home field. And if you get home field, you can win the Super Bowl. So it, it like it's that simple. I don't think I would do it this year and let but the Dolphins might be desperate, man. I how, just, how many picks would you need, school? Uh uh for Tom Brady, I'd be happy with like two firsts. The man, like yeah. James said, he's 41 years old. He's like 41. He's like 51, dude. He's like, he was 41 10 years ago. It's one and done. You, you so like you I mean, I don't think I'm getting a second year out of the guy that just unretired you know so yeah and i mean that's yeah does he want to go to the afc like it's stacked now like i'll say it's his old stomping grounds and it ain't easy no more yeah, he used no. to just run the afc east now yeah you got bills are the favorite patriots made the playoffs last year dolphins figure to be in the wild card mix jets figure to be better they're gonna stink but figure to be better so Dad i didn't like that <laughs> <laughs> the Jets don't figure to do anything. Yeah, no, James a big Jet fan. Um, Matt said two and three. I would do two and three first in a heartbeat, dude. I'd drive him there myself, dude. If I was uh, if I was the Bucks and you offered me two and three firsts, I would ask if I was being like a prank play. Yeah, we're, what's this about? Um, no, I'd do that in a heartbeat because even then, it's as good a chance you think you have this year. Like the Rams are still there. Packers are still there. Ooh, is that really it for the? I feel like those are probably the main three for the NFC. Packers, Rams, and yeah, yeah. that's it. I think right. Yeah, he will be. He'll be forty-five at the start of the season, dude. Oh wait, uh, really? Holy shit! I thought he was I'm, only dude, forty-one. No, listen. Uh, Drew Brees is like forty-one. Tom Brady is old, dude. Like. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Three first, I would drive his ass to Miami. No, I I think you'd be lucky to get lucky to get two, right? I feel like I'd do it for two, man. Right, same here. I would do it for two, and again, to be I, I'm not sure two is that. Like I I just don't think two has been given any type of chance for success yet. Yeah, no. Like I don't think I I don't think we could say like I was looking back like the past. I think it was three, like, the Dolphins were supposed to be, like, stacked, stacked. Like, going into 2019, that was Flores' first year. They had Minka Fitzpatrick, his rookie year. Then they traded him two games into his second year. He immediately made, they traded him for a first-round pick. He immediately makes the next two first-team All-Pros and Pro Bowls for the Steelers. So they're sick with that. They got Austin Jackson for him. Two year, He played left tackle. He finished 84th out of 89th per PFF his rookie year. And he was the 76th ranked guard. So that's what they traded Minka Fitzpatrick for. And even then that year, they won five games the year, like people thought they might go winless. 
and they won five games. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the leading rusher, which is terrifying. But year two going in, they've got all these. That, that was the year they had three first. That was the year they drafted Tua. Yeah, give me the um, Dolphins 2020 draft, please. It's Matt sick. says Cowboys erasure. Listen, he don't believe. It. Come on, man. <laughs> Matt a trickster, man. It, it said there that uh, Jam's former boss was the guy that broke the news of Brady going to Tampa. So he's got the pedigree. Oh, okay. So again, I mean, I'm I'm not so much a, a, a I'm a quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need you to break all the stories, but if you're like, hey, listen, I'm telling you, if I'm willing to put this out, you can take it to the bank. So if he's if he's that guy, it might be a little smoke. Because this stuff again. We found out about Tyreek Hill. I, I found out about Tyreek Hill like 11.30 before we went live. And I think by 12.30, he was a Miami Dolphin. Yeah, that was really so, fast. So, you know what I'm saying? So this stuff moves fast. Which, by the way, new clip put up yesterday. It was after the Tyreek trade. Check that out. It's on the channel. Please, please, and thank you. Uh, thumbs it up while you're there. Um, so this they won five games. And they're coming into it's like, okay, they have three first-round picks, five top 70 picks. And they go Tua over Herbert, which is, I'll say that I would have did it at the time. I would have been wrong, too. Um, I wouldn't have done it. He had a, I mean, he, he had a bad hit. I was going to say, if anything, the injuries would have concerned yeah. me about it. But the, the playing style, I did think, too. And that's, we'll get to it. Um, but Tua, they went Austin Jackson, who we just discussed. It has not been going well. Now they did they signed Teron Armstead, so he won't have to try to play tackle ever again. Noah I has I just don't think he's been very good. Uh, Mike can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, for like a first round running back. <laughs> so we didn't even finish talking Foxworthy. Yes, we did. We <laughs> we were done. If talking we, Foxworthy. If we ever talk about Foxworthy on this channel again, someone needs to do a wellness check on all of yeah, us. Yeah, no. Yeah, someone please just uh blow down my house like uh uh that wolf. Um so again, they've got all this. They win 10 games to his rookie year, just missed the playoffs, and then go into the next draft with two first round picks and two second round picks. So if you give me their next year's draft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, please. Um, I wish there was one. Yeah, I was going to say, it ain't no, uh, like, yeah, next year or next year. God forbid. They really got us there. <laughs> Football reference said you'll do the legwork and you'll like it. Um, Here we go. DeMonte said Noah's been Oh, out. there is a yeah, he's a oh, Yeah, did I say? Right there, I'm an idiot. Okay, here we go. So, uh... It, did I, I if I said running back, I didn't mean I know he plays corner, but I know I didn't think he'd been very good. Um, so they had two first round picks this year. Jalen Waddle, who was a hit, thousand yards, hundred catches, whatever. Um, and Jalen Phillips with eight and a half sacks. It made like I think like PFF, like the all rookie team, like both those are hits. And they win nine games. And it's just like I, I just how many years is it gonna be like, man, they're loaded. Man, they're loaded. Man, they're like they're loaded and ready to strike. Loaded and ready to strike. And now they have they they made the Tyreek Hill trade, and they still have an extra first round pick next year. 
So if I'm the Dolphins, I I mean, if I can get Brady, I I wouldn't give two first round picks for Tom Brady if I'm Miami. But no. I think they're in I, they're in a position to if Tua can play this year, if he's your guy, he's your guy. But if not, next year's the last year he's cheap, and you would have two first round picks and what's going what figures to be a better quarterback draft. Hmm. So either way, you're not at like they had the number three pick last year. They traded down and turned that into Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and the 49ers first round pick next year. And it's like, I get all that, but are like are they currently the best team in the AFC East? No. I think the Bills are gonna win this division. Yeah, unless if Tua takes like a massive step because yeah, of we, the tools around him now, you know? Because again, he's like their offensive line has been like horrendously bad. Yeah. Like not like Who's, well, one of the worst. What did we say yesterday? He has had two seconds to throw average time. Yeah, two and a half. I saw uh the Miami offensive line last year surrendered 235 pressures. Worst in the league. They had the worst pass blocking efficiency score. 2020, um, PFF had their offensive line ranked 28th. Last year they had him 32nd, dead last. Since two has been there, he hasn't had a 700-yard rusher. Like, damn, a 1,000-yard rusher. So he hasn't had time to throw. He hasn't had a run game. He hasn't had weapons. Does that mean he's going to be good this year now that he figures to have these things? No. But I also, like, I'm ready to all but throw away the first two years. Like, again, he just had – it was just such a horrible circumstance. It's a, it's a wonder he was able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um. I th- and again, they, yeah, go ahead. I think this is like the real like do or die season for him. Like, yeah, all, all he's heard the last two years is like, okay, they they've been holding him back. They've been starting Fitzpatrick, benching him. Now it's right, like they're, they're they're scaling the offense back for him. They don't trust him. Right now, I think this is the year where they give him every chip around him. Maybe the new the, coach, new coach. Maybe the line is isn't as good as it should be, but it's getting better. But um, it's got to be better than thirty second, like right, right. So I mean, it's it feels like do or die for Tua. Like they might try to pivot off him next year if it doesn't work this year. You know? Yeah, and I and I think it would be fair. Like click on a Tua's profile if you uh, can. Yeah, I'm so, like Jam. I know you're like not a college football person, but do you remember? Like, did the Tua hype make it out of like college football? Them? Like, do you remember like the tanking for Tua stuff or not so much? I definitely remember the phrase "tanking for Tua." Um... But like I never like just having watched him play in the NFL, I don't. I never really understood why I was like he was. Did, did you ever watch him play at Alabama though? Probably in the national championship game. I'm assuming he played in, but I don't have any memories. Several, uh, yeah, um, yeah. No, I get it because uh, let me see. Yeah, scroll. Let me just see like his season by season numbers. Uh, Dwayne said they need Frank Gore back. He would be the best running back they've had. So in two seasons, he is. He's had a winning record in each of them. So, like, if two is just Jimmy G, you we've shown you could do a lot worse than that, man. Um, yeah. Over two, like, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, which is good. And the knock is that he, he's got a, like, low average depth. Like, he doesn't look down the field. And I would just counter with he's getting hit in two seconds. Right. Like, his passive – we looked at the, uh, yesterday the pass, effici- pass efficiency – 46%, meaning if I'm not getting hit this time, I'm getting hit next time. So how am I going to be the one to be like, okay, yeah, no, let me wait and 
see Jalen Waddle get 40 yards down the field. I'm going to take this lick. Um, and I, and it, I think I, I changed my tune a little bit because I, I said, like, I don't know if Tyreek will be the deep threat. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think that's the plan anymore. I think the plan is to get the ball into his hand quickly and then let him work, you know? Yeah, which again, not a bad plan. Like again, if you like as a job as a coach, your job adjust to what you have. Mm-hmm. I saw something that said, uh, the longest throw Tua made in college went like just under 60 yards, which is not great arm strength. Um but a way to I won't say counteract that is one making those decisions quicker. Two, can you can the ball jump out of your hand? Maybe you don't have the arm to go sixty yards, but twenty yards. Can you like on out routes? Can you get that type of zip? And again, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are the fastest. I yeah, think the it, fastest it, do ever. I think like not a stretch. They're uh, the fastest guys. You don't need to just throw it to them deep. Like you could just like get them the ball. In open space, and then let speed take over. It's well, like, yeah, oh, it's, the fastest guy in the league. We got to throw <laughs> eighty-yard bombs now. It's yeah, like, that and that, that. that's what feels like so antiquated to me. It's like, yeah, you have the fast. They have the fastest forty. You have to run them forty yards, and it's like, listen, Jalen Waddle's faster than you got everywhere. Mm-hmm. You run him twenty yards. He's faster than him there too. Run him um, three yards. A quick slam. He's much <laughs> like, and also uh, it's. Like deep threat in football, it's is similar to me. If it just feels like gravity in basketball, right? Steph Curry's a great shooter, not because he takes ten a game and makes ten a game. Mm-hmm. It's because he could make ten a game, right? Like I don't, I don't need I don't need Tyreek Hill to catch every single deep bomb, but you have to you have to think that we might throw it to him every time, and he might catch it. If that can get you to take uh, your safety to take two steps that way. Or to get your linebacker to go two steps that way. That might be all the room I need because they've got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Raheem Mostert. I think they said they've got three, like their position guys are going to be like four, three guys, three, four, three different four, three speed guys. Mm-hmm. So, and again, if you can get any kind of run game, which is where Mike McDaniel, that's supposedly his baby, like mm-hmm. he's Mr. Run Game. If he can get that going, maybe you get some play action going. So, if I can make the cornerback think twice, I don't have to throw it to Tyreek 60 yards downfield. He's open at 30. I can hit him at 30, and then he does the rest. Hmm. Chats, uh, I do like Mike McDaniel, though. He's the cool pot He seems like good vibes, man. I like the Dolphins a lot this year. Uh, Chats debating who the next uh, Debo will be on the Dolphins. And um, Ooh, um, I think that's a good that's question. I think I'm, I'm going to say Cedric Wilson. Uh, I was gonna say, I yeah, I could, I don't hate that because they have, like, they're gonna have Tyreek and Waddle, mm-hmm. uh, Gasicki, it's mm-hmm. a good tight end, Devontae Parker, if they keep, I met, would be like just a good third receiver. And they signed Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds, who can catch passes. So I do, I feel like it could be a spread things out if that does leave Cedric Wilson there. I was gonna say that maybe they draft him. Like they have a Debo True. guy, but I don't know if he's on that. Ro- I don't know if he's on the roster yet, because to be on, I don't scheme stuff. I don't know, but if they could have got like a Cordero Patterson, right? Like that just seems like the exact type of like he can run for five hundred yards, catch for five hundred yards. Well, that's um, what I I believe Cedric Wilson. He played. He was he was the guy for the Cowboys that would do like their quarterback trick plays, right? So I like, will. Yeah, yeah. Look up his. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's get the. Let, let's see how uh, set he will because they. I mean they. 
gave him 20 million, like not insignificant, especially when you consider he's million even. Yeah. So, but I also say that he was like the fifth option in Dallas. If things go well, he's probably the fifth option here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if he gets you, yeah, 600 yards, six touchdowns. Not really um, a rusher. Yeah. Know. But again, maybe you can get it. It's also. But here's it's the not, passing, you know, he's got passes. Okay. It's also it's also not fair to Debo to say who's the next Debo. And he's like, I, listen, I, there's the reason that I'm the Debo. Right. You understand? Right. He's um, a freak athlete. Right. So I don't maybe they maybe they find that guy. Yeah, Corey says Parker's I can see Parker getting either traded or cut because I feel like he makes a lot of money if they keep or rest, maybe they restructure or something. This says here um, Philadelphia Eagles, Devontae Parker. Ooh, okay. I don't hate that. Maybe you get a little more dr- like the do- they're really set up. It's just all how you feel on Tua. And I know it's people that are out on them and I somewhat get it cuz what we've seen hasn't been good, but I it just feels like there's reasons for that. I um, and yeah. I've I've been feeling the longer this conversation goes on the the urge to go draft like a best ball team with Tua and um, Tyreek and Waddle is just growing. Like, uh, what if Mike McDaniel stinks though? <laughs> he I, might stink. I lose what five bucks then. Hey, <laughs> but if he's if he's a genius, though, he's he's just gonna be so unchill. He, I mean, like you want good good vibes in Miami. Like, what the players might not even show up to practice. Are they gonna pull up his picture, man? What if he what if he gotta get stern with them? And they're Whoa, just like, bro. man, your vibes are too good, brother. My Raheem Mostert says great chill things. Chill out. <laughs> he says, uh, Parker can't stay. Yeah, I'm mean, as I think about it, Parker, he's I guess older than you think. So he's been paid. I just they're not gonna pay him that type of three. So this is this is Miami vibes. Uh Miami Mikey. I think Tyreek Hill said he sounds like Shrek or something like that. He's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's definitely what I want from my coach. <laughs> Give it everything you got. Everything you got. Give it everything you got. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. That's not what Shrek sounds like. I've never heard Shrek. Now I'm I wonder if he, only, did he yeah. say sounds like Shrek or reminds me of Shrek. That's the question. Let me. I was just, I was just giving the like one of those pictures in particular. I was like, he looks like he give it everything you got. Guys. Let me see. Tyreek Hill Shrek. Oh, I know the give me the everything you got guy. Joe Lo Truglio. Yeah, he looks yes. exactly like that. that yeah, that's it. Yeah, everything you got. Give me everything you got. Right here. Um, he sounds like Shrek. Yeah. So he sounds like Mike Myers is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's Scottish. He's, he's, Don't he's a Scottish guy. Yeah, what if he just calls plays like that? Rumble that was back. a shit call. Yeah. Like, Send in the field goal. <laughs> I, I mean, don't hey, pay, pay, uh, it's the that Scottish was pretty accent, close. That was pretty close, I think. I, think I feel so. pretty. Yeah, I've only ever heard him say donkey. Uh, no, yeah, Max must Max must be new. I've never seen Shrek Max. Um, I feel I, it feels like a good sign that Mike is like, yeah, call me Shrek, man. Good vibes, man. That's Tyreek. He's my guy, man. Guy, he's my vibes guy. Um, I mean, have we thought Tyreek is stoned and Shrek is green? He's he's seen ooh. Mike McDaniel is like a he's a pot leaf, like the guy Zach Greinke <laughs> took a picture with yesterday. Yeah, H Town Hardhead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, maybe it was. I just 
before and after this, I think I sent it. They posted the odds for the Chiefs and the Dolphins, like the Super Bowl odds, mm-hmm. before and after this trade. And they were exactly the same for the Chiefs. And for the Dol- yeah, for the Chiefs before the trade, um, they were plus 900 after they were plus 900. The Dolphins went from plus 5,000 to plus 5,000. So we just talked all this about the. And this, and Vegas was like, "That's not- um, the Chiefs being plus <laughs> nine hundred. That's that feels like pretty high, right?" Uh, like you, you think they have a better chance to win it all, or worse? I mean, I feel like aren't they always like as the season winds down, they're always up around 400, 450. Feels like there's some value. I mean, to they're get there. the last they've made four AFC championship games in the row, right? So it's just not a like. Plus nine hundred for that kind of not, guarantee. Is just yeah, it's just in general not a uh, a horrible uh, game of skill. Brady's gonna get oh god, if they get Brady and Antonio Brown. They ain't winning. Nine. Um, jeez Louise. But I don't for the Chiefs. The more I think about it, I think I like this for the Chiefs. I'm always a fan of getting a player that doesn't want to play. F- Play for you, gone for picks instead of just losing for him, stuff. You know? Yeah, like whatever you like, get, you got something for someone that didn't want to be there. You know, right? Like you got the right. Like they won the Super Bowl. Tyreek Hill, I think twenty nine with a history of hamstring injuries. So, so it's one of those. Again, he's still good money now, but I feel like it's like Deshaun Jackson later on. It's like he was good. He just could, he's just going to miss a game every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So they got out. They don't have to pay that. They got more picks than the Raiders, or excuse me, than the uh, yeah, than the Raiders gave up for Devontae Adams. And let's see, Brantley's out. Brantley's calling cap on it. Um, but they had Tyreek Hill last year, and all the Bengals did was like, okay, we'll just drop everybody. I was uh, I was watching Josh and Hayden's show yesterday, and they were breaking down the second and uh, the second round wide receivers, and all I could Ooh. think the entire time was, um, yeah, I think I could just like draft the next Tyreek Hill every year, probably. That's kind of what you're. I mean, and again, it's that's one of those like the Debo thing. It's like, listen, there nobody has drafted to Tyreek Hill since because it's just Tyreek Hill. Right. Um, give me, the, show me the uh, free agent receivers because again, you're not going to replace him. But if they're going to go MVS, no, they already did MVS. They already signed MVS. Okay. And Juju. Yep. Okay. So MVS Juju. And the other name I saw, I think it's still a free agent. I will sign Will Fuller. Like even knowing the injury, not like Will Fuller doesn't play a lot of games, but he is a speedster in that same fashion. So it's like, hey, we can't. Like we're not replacing Tyreek Hill, but the point is to we can keep a guy that can run really fast, really straight at all times. Mahomes can find him. Um, we're gonna have to establish that a couple times, but I think it will. Like if the book out on the Chiefs is now, yeah, just drop eight, then you can't just keep having Tyreek run deep. So you get Juju, who's an intermediate guy, short to intermediate. Kelsey, short to intermediate. This receiver class is going to be stacked in the draft. So like I, I mean, if it was some Madden shit, I would sign Fuller and MVS, and I would still draft like uh either receiver in the first round or maybe two in the second round. Like, 
we are squashing the Tyreek Hill, uh, like the McCole Hardman experiment. Not so he's just, he's just really fat like that. You think you're going to draft a really fast guy and find Tyreek Hill and you get McCole Hardman. Who's really fast, but he ain't Tyreek Hill. It, it, I find it so funny that the Chiefs are mm-hmm. like, all right, uh, um, McCole Hardman didn't work out. Demarcus Robinson didn't really work out. You know who we're going to give thirty three million dollars to? Marquez Valdez Scantling. How many years was it? I think three years, 30, 33 three. million, something like that, around there. I, I gotta say, with like what Kirk and some of the other guys got, that's much more fair than I uh, thought it would be. It's certainly, it's certainly a deal, but I mean, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to watch the AFC Championship, and they're like, "Well, the Scantling's open, running down the sideline, it hits his hands, and it's through him." <laughs> Then yeah. the game oh. is over. It, it cuts Mahomes like this, hands on the helmet. Yep. Uh, I'm so used to it. It's happened to me like eight times in my life. <laughs> like, how is that possible for one guy to drop like eight balls that I remember? Like, right. Yeah. On. Like AJ said, nine receivers just ran under four four. Like, this is an extremely fast draft class. So again, I would just be bang- okay. Maybe I honestly, maybe not Will Fuller because if I want the speed and maybe the injuries. Maybe I'll just take Deshaun Jackson. He's there. He'll still be the same injured, and he's still very fast. I'm pretty uh, sure Will Fuller is, like, hurt right now. Like, he just got, like, a new injury or something. I mean, that that's kind of this me. But listen, like, the four games a year he plays, he's catching 200 yards. Nobody can run with him. I think he's, he might be the fastest man alive. Um, I think that's why he keeps getting hurt. He's too fast. He's always due for like one game where he'll have like four catches for 254 yards. And you're like, that's not even, I don't think that's even possible, but (laughs) he did it. And six touchdowns. Um, (laughs) DeMonte's, yeah, they ran it without four, four. Yeah. But the point, like these guys are right now. They're not, it's not four, two speed, but a couple of those guys was four, a couple, couple, we had a couple of four twos at the combine. And the bet, if you're the chiefs is that, I mean, it, it's just Mahomes. Like Mahomes can make the speed better than a twenty-nine-year-old Tyreek Hill will make Mahomes. It's a. I feel like it. It hurts him a little bit this season, but depending on what they do with these draft picks, it might not hurt him this season. Like, give me the uh, Tankathon, the NFL mock draft. I want to see if they've got that update. Like, just who they have Kansas City going with, because Kansas yeah. City has had, I think they, they've had two first-round picks. Since twenty, I think sixteen, it's been Mahomes and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Here we go. So we got the Chiefs. They would have twenty-nine. Like they, if they got, if the Chiefs get Jamison Williams and Nicobe Dean, in back-to-back picks at thirty, give me that plus nine hundred right now. Um, what is, Desmond Ritter has moved up tough. into the first round. We're oh, actually, now you know what. Give me the uh, the Ringers got an NFL mock draft that looks I, like it looks different than Tankathon, and we went through the Kuiper one the other. Let's look at that one. Um, let's see. So they got Hutchinson one. They got Malik Willis too. Look, I have no, I have no idea. He, he might get undrafted. He might go first and second. It's one of those uh, years, right, where they they keep moving the guys up the board, and then the draft comes, and they're like, "Hey, they shouldn't even had him in the green room tonight. No one's drafting yeah, quarterbacks." Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> or he'll go first overall. I was like, hey, "Never started a game in four in four years of college. Never got on the field." But uh, the tools. I saw baby. the other day. Apparently, uh, I I saw a TikTok about uh, Coach Bobby Knight just made up a prospect 
from Europe just to get the the so-called draft experts to start talking about him. And he tricked about 20 of them who were like, man, I've seen this kid play. He's amazing. That's pretty good. Uh, you use it. Croatia. Yep. Cro- I, saw, I saw him out there, man. He's about. Great footwork. Yeah, he's about. He's about six, ten. Tall boy, tall boy. Uh, no, that's pretty good. You can do good. that for basketball so you, so easily. Uh, I think I I talked about it before, but like, uh, the Lakers drafted a guy, and then a couple years later, it came out like the videos that they had of him weren't even him. It was just like some <laughs> different guy, and like I think they got like. I think they got like a second round compensation and some money for it. As they should. That's, that's <laughs> swindling. Um, yeah, give me. Uh, does it have like the skim? I think like just the fewest. I just really want to see the picks. Like I don't need the analysis or whatever. Um, um, maybe yeah, they don't. So like the big board. No, uh, no, no. Whatever. Yeah, whatever we had was fine. Okay. A uh, uh, skim. Yes. Click a skim. That's the one I want. Oh, oh, skim. Yeah, yeah, skim. yeah, yeah. There we They're go. Perfect, perfect, Ha-ha. perfect. Um, so Malik Willis to okay, you yeah, keep scrolling. Okay, Evan Neal falling to five. That's interesting. Stingley going four. Don't do like, it, Jets. Don't do that's it. That's high, man. Liz Frank, don't do it. That's high. Uh Jam, would you draft a cornerback with a Liz Frank foot injury? No. Would you draft him fourth? Okay. Oh, okay. if I was the Jets, I would do it because the Jets are always enough. <laughs> Jets are like, man, that's antiquated. He's got two feet. Find a new slant. The other one's fine. Is um, is Liz Frank named after someone? Because it's I, got it's got to be a doctor. I, I'm guessing. I feel like it's always a bad idea to draft someone that has an injury <laughs> named after someone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's a like the ACL isn't called the Arthur Carter. Yeah, Lewis. Listen, uh, like it's not bad. Tommy John surgery. Uh, <laughs> right, like you don't want that. It's bad. It's the worst thing. It's named ever. after Jacques Liz Frank de Saint Martin, a oh, French surgeon and gynecologist uh-huh. who noticed the path uh, the pattern. Cavalry men um, not, in 1815. Not a French, not a French surgeon. That's even worse. Listen, it's Liz Franck. <laughs> it's Liz, Liz Franck. your foot is fucked. That's where he, he took a turn. And he said, Sacre blue. And he fell to the turf. Uh, he pioneered <laughs> a number of operations, including removal of the rectum. Wow. Thank oh, you. so that boy was working hard. He was, um, <laughs> he was looking at the feet. King he was of rectum removal. Also dabbled in feet. <laughs> I was gonna this say the, the, the two options are for the Liz Frank fracture. The options are the doctor that like discovered it, or the guy that broke his foot so bad they was like, "That's just that's just you now, Frank. That's just your foot stuff now, man." Dude, oh man, imagine imagine you look up Liz Frank and it's like it named after a guy he dropped a cinder block on his foot and it was just, <laughs> that, it was fucked. It's, it's just simple as that. Bobby uh, Liz. Frank from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. It's just like legit, like the Lou Gehrig shit. It's like Lou. Um we ran the test, man, and we ain't never seen nothing like this before. Yeah, you don't yeah. No. We're gonna name it after you. Yeah. Um not good. No. Let me see. Yeah, scroll I just wanna scroll. I would see like the receivers at where do they have the Chiefs getting? Then we'll take a quick uh, break. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk a little round ball when we get back. Um so okay, they got Jameson Nicole if Legit, if Jameson Williams and N'Kobe Dean fall to the Chiefs, uh, the league should wrap it up. Um, George Pickens, okay. that's George Pickens to the Chiefs would be scary hours. 
because he's one like Torres like ACL name, week though. one. You say do or don't like it. I don't like his name. He sounds like a old uh, Confederate <laughs> governor. Or like I'll say this the, with poor <laughs> segregation. The George part is tough, but Pickens on the back of a jersey is a good look. I, Pickens that, is strong. That would be a a terrible name for a quarterback. Great name for a cornerback. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's what I think. Receive like he six three. He like his first game back from ACL, which he came back the same season. He got in a fight uh, with Georgia Tech, the rival. So I like that. He's basically like the, everybody that tore their ACL. It's a one year injury now, but he kind of already got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. So the like Jamison Williams tore his ACL in the championship. So he'll probably be back, but you'll have to get that first year out of the way. George Pickens projects to hit the ground running. Um, and they got them getting who edge rusher. Okay. Who they have them drafting with their two second round. Um, I don't think they do the second. Or do they have, do they just got first? Okay. They just got first. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Good just... Lord. No, I'm, I'm, so, I'm just still thinking about Nicobe Dean, who I would, I'd probably take him top 10 and not feel bad about it. Um, where they got Jordan Davis going, my baby boy. I don't think not I that saw... one. Let me see. Oh, the no, there we go. There we go. The Texan. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. Okay. Let us take a five minute break. Want to talk some round ball when we get back? I believe I'm going to give Jam an opportunity to uh to pump his Jason Tatum MVP propaganda. <laughs> I think it's only fair. Um, we'll get into that, maybe make a couple picks and we'll slide out into the weekend. What do you say? Um, so we'll catch you on the other side of the break. Welcome back. Hour three. Happy Friday. Feels only fair to close with a little round talk. So I will give Jam his choice. Jam, would you like to address the Jason Tatum MVP allegations or the Marcus Smart C-tier point guard allegations? Uh, the MVP allegations are not serious because he's like he's entered the conversation, but he's not in the top three. That was just more just to do that. The C tier allegations for Marcus Smart. Oh, so both. Okay, all right, double dip. Oh, he's got the bobblehead. Well, careful, he's gonna That's... whoop my ass. No, he no careful. Get him out of there. Flower uh, mound. Flower mound. That's Marcus Lawrence. Um. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, but we're looking at it says Jason Tatum has entered the chat. This is the uh, the Kia MVP ladder, um, mm-hmm. official from NBA. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was looking. <laughs> I was looking at the Bentley one earlier. Uh, that's on. That's unauthorized. Um, and this has number one, Joel Embiid. Number two, Jokic. Three, Giannis. Four, Jason Tatum. Five, Luka Doncic. Um, Push your propaganda. Uh, Jason Tatum in his All last. All right, that's an. <laughs> no, go ahead. Fair is fair. Uh... Last 14 games, he's averaging 32 points per game, 65% true shooting, seven rebounds, four and a half assists, getting to the line seven times, shooting 44% from deep on close to 10 attempts. He is the later in plus minus throughout the entire league. The Celtics are the best offense or best defense in the league and are cruising up there, about to be a top 10 in both offense and defense. I don't think he should be MVP. Like, I just obviously. Well, way to shit on your own case, Jam. 
Well, I, a, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be reasonable. It's called, no, no, because uh, you guys are thinking, oh, man, there's no way we think Jason Tatum's going to be MVP. But then I'll go, oh, well, what about first team All-NBA? No, James. Oh. Like, now, now, listen, clearly it's- my client killed this man, right? <laughs> no one's saying he didn't kill <laughs> No, no, clearly like, my client stabbed this man, no. but I don't think he killed him. <laughs> Having said that, um, <laughs> the intent, uh, counsel, um, no, first team all NBA is a very real conversation. Like it's not a perfect comp from right here, but top five right now, you got center, center, forward, forward guard. So he would slot into one of those spots. Um well, it's a really wild thing. It's like what do voters do with the Jokic MB thing? And I what would you do with it? And the the case is, or I guess the situation is Jokic and MB. For the second straight year, are probably going to finish one and two in MVP in some order. And last year, Joel and B finished second in MVP and was a second team All NBA center, meaning by all accounts he was a top five player last year, but a second team center because of position. This year we're going to see the exact same. Now last year, I know they had the flexibility to put, I think it was Jokic as center or forward. This year, I don't know. I don't even know if they've said yet, to be fair. Um, I don't, hopefully they haven't released the ballots yet. That's another pet peeve of mine is that we're deciding this now, but like, there's still right. 10 games left in the season. Like, Yeah, 10 games that very much matter, like for, like how you feel about, you know, Booker or Chris Paul or whatever. They just clinched the number one seed. We got some games left, but there's some legit, like, like Carl Anthony Towns. Right, like I feel like he's fighting for a spot on one of those teams. These last games matter to him. So, well, the the Jokic and B thing has a huge impact because if they're both on first team, then Towns and like Gobert split second, third team, and then like there's no yeah. debate. But if they if you force Embiid to second team, then that Towns versus Gobert for third team is huge. Definitely, a hundred percent. And so it's, I just if I had a ballot, I. There's probably a time I would have wanted like to represent it, you know, the integrity. Like both these guys are centers, but now I feel like an all NBA team, the point is to me, the point is to show like snapshot who were the best guys this year. Who were the best guys? Embiid and Jokic have been two of like undisputably two of the five best guys. They should be on the first team. And if I have to call Joel Embiid a forward to do it, I don't really care as much because I think the positions are stupid. So that doesn't, I was listening, uh, no, this morning uh, to your boy, Tim Bontemps. I was about to bring up Timmy Bontemps. Being like, <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, letter of the law, Bontemps, who was like. rules of the ballot. <laughs> which, okay, listen, like that's the, if you, when you leave it open for interpretation or when you give rules like that, but I'm just telling, on my ballot, uh, if Silver still sends me one, um, and if I have the option, I will put them both because that's more important to me than getting these very like it's positionless basketball. Uh, pick a position. So that's where I where, where do I say what, what do you say about it, school? How how you call it? Um, I think in a league where I watch Giannis play point guard like all the time, like I don't think he pos- plays whatever he wants. Yeah, like p- position doesn't really matter in the league anymore. Like the big men dribble it up the court, they play point all the time, but like uh, you can't give them point guard. So like 
I, it should just be like I, I don't really know how the rules really work. You, Chad knows I don't really know ball, and in this case, um, it, it, is it just the best five players and they go by well, the position? way the way they do it? It is a center, two forwards, two guards. Okay, so that's the for for each well, team, and that's weird. yeah. But that's, each player, you can be like determine whether or not you want to vote for them at center or like at forward so people yeah could some yeah some have, have the ability that. to vote both even though they've played a hundred of their minutes hundred percent of their minutes <laughs> at center both Embiid and Jokic like you can do some shenanigans if you want that's right. weird and it's just be positionless it, is. it should that's what most people argue but Tim Bontemps who has a vote is like well until they change it positions position I'll have my first team center and my second team center and i I get it. Those are the rules, but to, I would rather represent the five best players this season than upholding the letter of the law because mm-hmm. it gets to other guys where it's less clear, where it's like um, Tatum or Brown or I saw, like DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan started the All-Star game as a guard, but on his team, he's playing off of Zach Levine and Dasunmu or Levine or whatever. He would be a four. So he'll get that like benefit of the doubt because again, I was like, okay, when does he stop playing shooting guard and start playing for, that's why it, it's, it's stupid to me because as it's, much as very stupid, Tatum kick runs offense there. because of oh, the yeah. position stuff, right? Yeah. Tatum had more votes than Kyrie, but he had uh, just total, but Kyrie was, there was already guards ahead of Tatum. And so Kyrie got it. Cause he got the last guard spot, even though it was like, Jason Tatum is basically the point guard in Boston. So it's just feels silly. Just rank your top 15 players. Yeah. Well, that and should be the, what the voting yeah. is. Just send in your top 15. Your top, we'll number sort one, it out. Um, number yeah. one gets MVP, and then we'll just do the, the <laughs> number 15 is years. executed. Um, uh, IB, but 16 uh, gets a pay cut. IB had the best idea. The top five in MVP letter should just be the first team all NBA, also. Like, I don't hate that because I feel like if you would look at history, like I feel like that would probably track. Like you might have a couple of guys, a guy finishes, makes first team, but maybe finishes sixth or seventh because of position. Mm-hmm. Because again, Giannis here is a forward, but he's going to close games as a center. Luca mm-hmm. is a, like my thing was like, I don't know what's the functional difference between the way Luca and LeBron played over the past decade. But Luca came in and got guard forward eligibility. And LeBron, it's just like, no, LeBron's a small forward. Uh, no, and now LeBron's like, going to get shoehorned yeah. into all NBA first team this year as a guard just because uh, it's ridiculous. He, if he makes first team, that will be a debacle. I don't want that. Just, I don't want this. The summer, the summer's going to be miserable. Um, <laughs> the content, um, but it's like Jokic. Jokic runs the offense like a point guard, and you know everybody's a different, uh, like different defensive scheme. But more now than ever, you got to switch on defense, man. Like at least some portion of the game. You have to move your feet and defend somebody who is not the center, not the person, not your position wise. So I, that's I, I just really don't care about that. like the positions were only create like to help people writing about the game and watching the game understand it more. And as the game has evolved, there's less and less need for them. But the bigger thing, like Tatum missing out, that cost him how many tens of millions of dollars? Thirty five. That's the one. Um, the interesting thing because Booker's Tim Bond Tim's vote, and like not Bond <laughs> Tim's in particular, but because these votes, you either get on there or don't, and it costs you all NBA, it costs you a super max or super max, 
qualification, and it cost Jason Tatum $35 million. Booker and Trey are up for that this year. So if like they don't get it, like I don't, and I think Trey's borderline. I think Booker should actually make it all NBA. Team. I, I heard Bon Tim say that too. He's like, there's a case Booker does, and I was like, there's zero case that there have been six better guards this year than Devin Booker. Zero Do you think case. Devin Booker should be the uh, in the MVP conversation like Isaiah Thomas does? I, I mean, there's something to he's been. I, don't, I I would say their most valuable player because like minutes play what he does on the court. Then also he's played more minutes, been more available. They just went on a really good run. Chris Paul came back. I don't hate him being in the conversation, but like if he, if he was sixth here, I wouldn't, I, I don't think anyone would have a gripe, but I don't subscribe. Like if you just say best player on best team, that's how you end up with that. Derek Rose with an MVP. It's team success is so funny because it's just entirely fits the narrative of the guy. It's like, Oh, he's on the best team. Well, yeah, that means he had a lot of help. And then it's like a me. But if you want the guy, it's like, oh, well, he led his team to the best record. And so yeah. he has to be the MVP. Yeah. It's like all every every criteria is entirely subjective and it's entirely just based on personal preference. And so yeah. me, Joel Embiid is by no means my MVP because he has all the help in the world with James Harden. No, that's no help. Listen, you just made the case for him. <laughs> he's burdened with James Harden. Well, now they stink. They can't even beat the uh uh oh, they won recently. Never mind. Beat, beat the one seed heat. Yeah, I was gonna say, listen, uh, shaky ground. Um and Bean wasn't even in the game for that game, so he's not valuable at all. Mm, touche. Um like I th- like if this was like what would your first team be right now? Would it be this? Yeah, that this exact five. Because as I look at it, like for a while, like Steph had one of the guard spots. Like it was like it's gonna be Steph and whoever else. Then I thought it was gonna be like Steph and Ja. Then Steph faded. Ja's been hurt. Luca's been playing with LeBron getting guard like this year of all years. That I think that's what make it so funny when he's me. playing center. Yeah, he's playing center. Um, usually guarding guards. He's not guarding anybody. Um, but this would be the year. So I I really I don't know who's first team guard because Doncic had a slow start similar to Tatum, and but at a certain point it's like listen man we're here and that like if the Celtics finish, I think they're projected to be two. What seed are they now? They're tied for second with the Bucks and Sixers. So I, yeah, so I saw a projection that they finished with. If they finish the two, it's like I mean, the the stuff on the early part of the season definitely still counts, but clearly they overcame it. So. I would say the same for Luke. Like Luca, they might still get home court. Maybe they might slide so, to a four. I feel like it's weird with narrative because it's like I feel like DeRozan's going to get an All NBA, but they did not get punished at all for the Bulls being trash into it. Like for the past, well, two it's months. like he was the one that didn't get hurt. So it's like maybe he should. It's like have, have there been? I think it's one was like have there been six better guards? Have there been six better forwards? I don't know. But if I got twelve spots, can you say there's been twelve better than DeRozan? I don't know if you can. So that's where he like if he he was getting like the MVP talk earlier, that's out. I've seen like the guards. I don't even man, I don't even want to send in my ballot this year. Uh mm-hmm. see Jacob says Ja has to be first team guard. And now I'm he'll be in the contention for sure, but there just doesn't feel like the first team guard locks used to be like Stephen Harden. Those were just a lot. Ja missed like 20 games too. That's what I'm saying. He's missed like a lot of games and to assert, like, I think he's played the threshold to like of 82 games. 
I feel like they've shown if you get to over like 50, 55, they don't have a problem, which. Uh, well, Jaws doesn't, out for uh, two weeks now. For two more? Yeah, they said it'll be reevaluated in two weeks. Jesus. Okay, so yeah, Sham so the games that. he has, so the games he has played are just the games. I think he's again still played enough, but evaluated in two weeks. Well, there's that. Has KD uh, played enough to like get? That's what, yeah. Show me. Um, I don't know. Yeah, give me the MVP tracker. He's been phenomenal, but he's only played, I think, like 45 games. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see. So we are wait, currently this is, looking. This is, wait, this is. No, that's this year. Oh, is I think it? It's a... Oh. Yeah, 2021. Oh, 20... yeah, 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 this yeah. is year. Um, this has. So, okay. Like, Jokic has played 67. Like, this. So, this is a. This... Aiden's nowhere near that list. Well, it has DeAndre Aiden 10th. So. Rudy Gobert 9th. <laughs> So Jaws played like fifty six. Hardness played fifty six. How many? Yeah, I, I thought Kevin Durant would be there. Um, can we see how many games Katie has played? I just I just looked it up. Forty six games so far. Forty six. But again, knock on like I figure he'll probably like he's in for the rest of the, he'll he'll be in the fifty. So I would he would be in my threshold. Like with the how well he's played, if he hits fifty uh, something games, like how many has Chris Paul played? Because he just came back. Chris Paul's at fifty nine. Same as Embiid, and it. Pro- I don't even know. I don't know if they give him that either. I don't know if they give him like a minutes threshold, which minutes is probably might be a better way, um, like total minutes. But DeAndre Ayton here tenth is is very funny. That's why you can't trust them numbers, school. Never. It also has James Harden here. That's why I you can't trust those numbers, school. I won't be caught dead trusting numbers. <laughs> Jam Jam chance. brought a whole uh, binder full of numbers today, and I was like, "No, nope. don't bring <laughs> those said, no. near me." You you threw them on the ground like Coach Spolstra. That's right. Um, baby boy of the week, baby boy of the week. It's time for baby boy of the week, Jam. People don't know this. Uh, five years ago this week. Jam watched a team uh, a team surrender seventy points to one man. Jam, do you remember that? I do. Fraudulent game, a fraudulent <laughs> game. Five years ago this week, Devin Booker scored seventy points on the Celtics. Now scroll down because I know Marcus Smart wasn't playing that game. Let me see who was playing for the Celtics. Oh, now hold on, hold on, wait a minute now. Not only did he play, he shot one for 13. And he went minus 18 in a game they won. Okay, so D tier? Is D tier too high? We might need to put Marcus Smart tier below. uh... (laughs) Jalen Brown was there. He got some of them buckets. Terry got some of them. Marcus Smart was there. Isaiah Thomas was there. Isaiah, he probably got a good bit of those buckets. (laughs) <laughs> those buckets <laughs> um 70 points and he celebrated that five years to the day by scoring 49 points yesterday so this week devin booker played four did games his coach, did his coach call a bunch of extra timeouts when they were down 20 in the fourth quarter just to get him uh, more shot attempts could y'all stop him uh yeah i mean enough to win the game <laughs> 
you're worried about the wrong things. <laughs> Jam's playing for the jersey on the front, not the one on the back. It's not how we get down. Uh, no, 4-0. Include, they beat the Bulls, Wolves, and Nuggets, so three of those over playoff teams. 34 points, five boards, six assists, 56% shooting. Uh, it was a plus 50 over those four games. Uh, and his team won them by 49. So he was literally all, literally all the difference. And last night, before the Nuggets game, when they did like the pregame, uh, because the Nuggets had just played the Clippers, they had Amir Coffey's picture still up, but they had Devin Booker's name over it. And mm-hmm. a reporter asked, it was like, I don't know if you noticed, but before the game, and Booker just immediately was like, I saw it, Amir Coffey, right? And the guy was like, you saw that? And he was like, yeah, it was disrespectful. I definitely noticed that. And uh, I think he had 18 in the first quarter and finished with 49. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> guys just go, oh, they're fired immediately. <laughs> we needed that game for playoff season. Um, so Booker, he's noticing stuff before the game. He's yelling at fans. He's calling fans pussy mid-play. His awareness on 2K has to be like 115. Like, <laughs> the, I love hyper aware. Like, tweets that out because you know he's going to get fined for that. And so it's like, oh, for look sure. at this awesome clip of Devin Booker owning fans. Like, that just cost me $25,000. Why are you tweeting listen, this out? Listen, you think Devin Armani Booker cares about $25,000? He'd he rather never- have it than not have it. I don't I think you'd rather call fans pussy. Yeah. And I and I can't say he's wrong. That's clear. Yeah. That's like mid again, turn the ball over. That's where he should pay the he should pay 50 for that. He shouldn't be fine for his language. You should pay 50 for immediately turning the ball over. Um but I don't know. That just it killed me. The reporter was like, Did you happen to see? He's like, I saw every minute of it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> listen to coach, man. Tie your shoes. Do something. Uh, he's like, it was a mere coffee, right? I was like, how do you know what Amir Coffey looks like? That, this man's a psychopath. Uh, he went he needs minus help. six when he scored 70, though. That's a little tough. Imagine how bad it would have been if he didn't score 70. Right, yeah. Look at the, look at the help he had out there. Uh, Alex Marquise Chris, yeah, the Alex, Jared Dudley. Um, Jared Dudley went plus four. You didn't tell me that Booker said that he thought the uh, Amir Coffey thing was done on purpose. I'm telling you, this man's a psychopath. He's like, oh, okay. Like, I'm, oh, they think I'm a mere coffee, huh? Yeah, all right. I got, yeah, I got you. It's like, book, man, they just played. It was, it was an honest mistake. Um, Nuggets official tells me that it was a big mistake. The Booker pick just failed to load and they tried to correct it. He's, he's putting someone in a headlock and he's like, I'm a mere coffee now, huh? And they're like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, call look, me coffee. Look, call me. It's just loaded yeah. in. Look, look, look. Please, <laughs> let me go. That was like Booker's just pointing at all of them. Yeah. He's like, you're done. Dead. He's pointing each one in the crowd. He's like, dead, 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 dead. You definitely dead. Call me a mere yeah. coffee again. Call me a mere coffee again. He's pulling mother. up behind people getting into their car. Uh, Devin Booker. like, you thought that was funny, huh? They put a mere coffee's face on mine. You'll never forget this face. He just strangles a father for. Um, so mere coffee supposed to feel like just my mere being in the right. presence of me is the biggest amount of disrespect. See, but like that's a get like that's how like crazy athletes are. So now I feel like Devin Booker. I need to know. Can you give me the Suns schedule? Like the, I need to know the next time they play the Clippers hmm. because now I feel like he's gonna take this out on a mere coffee. Mere coffee is like I don't run audio visual for the Denver Nuggets. 
Um, oh, they do play. They play the sixth. Let's go. Oh, baby. Oh, Amir Listen, Coffee. Don't even show up to work on April at, 6th, man. Don't At go. LA, I'm just, this is going to be one of those if book plays, it's going to be like, man, why? Why is he like the Suns are up 20, man? Why is he just posting up a mere coffee? Uh, just bam, just, just giving him hell. Why? Like, yeah, you I put dare. it up on the nugget screen, didn't you? Motherfucker. You you me. Me. Why, why yeah. is Devin Booker pointing at a mere coffee coming up the court and saying, you over here? Why yeah, is why? he demanding him come over and play defense? He won't give Chris Paul the ball. <laughs> He's calling only ISO on a mere coffee. He just, he just clear out, clear out. Clear out. I want you, Mr. Denver Nugget Man, Mr. Funny Man. And that's you, right? And he's like, book, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to make a living like you. <laughs> Bet you are, motherfucker. Um, oh, and it's a national game. Yeah, it's on ESPN. Oh, baby. <laughs> that is definitely circled on the like again. I don't the crazy get like they gotta they need stuff to help them stay crazy. That's how this go. Like again, when it's an 82. Last year you win the finals. This year you just clinched the one C. You got ten. Like these would be the perfect ten games to just not care about anything at all. Mm-hmm. And Devin Booker's like, man, they put that up there on purpose, Chris. <laughs> did you see it? And he's like, no, I did not see it. Nobody else saw it. <laughs> Ma- Monty, did you see it? Devin, you got to let that go, man. That was six weeks ago. Because uh, Monty's yeah. like the chillest, like nicest, like most even keeled guy ever. It's like Devin, calm, chill out, man. De- Devin, man, I don't like that look in your eyes, man. He's like, me a mere coffee. I'm not a mere coffee. I'm not a mere. I've never been a mere coffee. I, I'd rather die than be a mere I'm coffee. Right. And he's like, I'm gonna find him. if I see. I'm gonna kill him so they think there's only one of us. And Monty Williams is like, No, brother. Um, let's not. Um. Anyways, do we have any other? What else have I played last night? Chicago took another one, another tough one. Ugh. Oh, the fraudulent Chicago Bulls. No, no, DeRozan. To be fair, let's talk about how durable he was. Uh, but lost by seventeen to the for the Pelicans. The it is coming apart at the seams for the Bulls, man. The bull, like we're gonna find out that like the Bulls were the one team in the league argue they tried to ratify for like a 52 game season next year <laughs> they're like 52 games in we were smoking baby um but that that's a Whoever tough one on the, the chin to the pelicans the three or the four seed in the east is just like they either get to play the bulls or the Cavs or the raptors like and it gets to avoid the nets completely there's gonna be a lot of shenanigans to just trying to get in that three four I'd say to be honest, with respect to the Raptors, they feel like a different cat. Like I would much, I would not like to play the Raptors of those three Bulls and uh, Cavs. I'd take my chances with the way they're looking now. So everyone's just gonna be jockeying to be the four seed. Yeah, give me the uh, standings real quick. Then we'll make a couple of picks. I believe we got a little uh, mixed martial arts to talk. We do. Let's see. So okay, Celtics four right now are tied for three game and a half back and it's everybody's about to start resting people that's why this is really nastiness could we get bulls cavaliers somehow in the first round no no they should both be out by the second round i was gonna say that just let that be the nba tv series but then that would mean they're both in the second round and that's probably not good it's crazy that the top four seeds are all a game or a game and a half back of each other like i can't remember the last time the east was like this in my life at least and you know what's also wild? The team that's number one, nobody is afraid of. Oh, yeah. No, of course not. 
like that. I think that's what like, hey, you know, we've had some close calls or usually LeBron and whoever mm-hmm. for the longest. And now there's some legit competition. And the team that has the number one seed would like they're right now would be looking at the Nets, which is just bad karma, man. That's just you did something mm-hmm. bad in the past life. But is anybody scared of the heat right now? Not me. Like is anybody like, you know throwing cutboards and <laughs> Spoh's trying to fight <laughs> you know <Mueller>. scared? <laughs> Eric Spoelstra is scared of the heat. No, um, but it's like on offense, they're gonna struggle in the half court. Defensively, teams are gonna find Harrow, they're gonna find Robinson, um, or Vent, like whoever the small whoever the non Butler Tucker Adebayo Lowry guy is. They're gonna find him, and it's just t- like we're number one seed. We got about a week left, and is anybody scared of the Heat, man? The Bulls, like, oh, man. Nah, Heat Bulls is nasty. First round, I don't. It's not. Pol- I hope it's. Not. I, uh, I guess. I guess uh, they're still close uh, enough. <laughs> Anything's still technically possible. This looks wide open because I mean, yeah, no, this is. <laughs> Everybody but the Knicks uh, can win the East, uh, but it's like the you can make the case for the Bucks, like defending champs. If anybody's been you know patty caking all year and is going to kick it into vibes, it, it's this team. Got Brook Lopez back. Seventy Sixers, like the highs when Harden is clicking are enough. Celtics been kicking ass for the whole calendar year, and then it's the rest. Um, now the I mean Kyrie full time is something. The Raptors been playing well. But the Bulls, this season was just about 20 games too long for them. Yeah. Like a nice 58-game season, boy, they'd be holding up. And it's uh, it's weird because we spent I, I, we spent like two weeks on the show being like, all right, they get their boys back, they'll be good again, and then they got the guys back, and it's just been worse somehow. Yeah, like still waiting, for, yeah, still waiting for Lonzo, but honest to God, like again, when the last thing I saw, hey, he tried running. It didn't work. Right, right. Um, yeah, they shut him down. Like, yo, running yeah, was, was not that, good. They said, we'll, we'll try this running thing again in seven to ten days. So for the next seven to ten days, do not run. Um, but no, in the playoff, he'll pro- he'll be fine to defend Kyrie, James Harden. Um, what so happens yeah, if, like, you get chased by, like, a vicious dog after the doctor says, like, Lonzo, don't run for seven days, like, if he has Listen, to run, just, what happens? I tell you, if it's like dark alley with a vicious dog this way, and then on the right it says De'Aaron Fox, he's like, "What kind of dog is it? And how <laughs> fast? Uh, how high can he jump? Um, Legally, how fast can I run?" <laughs> <laughs> Dane says he's a Heat fan. He says the Celtics, and Bucks are the only two thing, only two teams he respects. Well, which again, a jammer here. That correct. Um, you're gonna have to see one of them in the second team, guy. Or in the second round. Like however those two, three, four shake out. Six I Here think it. y'all should y'all should probably be a little bit scared of the sixes. Just a little bit scared. A little bit scared. So the Nets, now that they have Kyrie like fully back, unless they play the Raptors, I think the Raptors are gonna move up. But uh um, probably the Nets have like full control over basically they get to pick who they want to play. Whoever they want. Who do you and think so- they want to go? go after because i think it's the the sixers at this point after they wipe the floor with them and they could make a point against james harden but I, maybe miami now shit like miami it might just be bad like we caught you uh 
bleeding down bad, but the Nets are definitely not afraid of Philly. Um, if the Bucks are the two seed and the Heat are the one, like, and I'm the Nets, I absolutely throw that first playoff game just to get the eight seed. I don't want to play Giannis. Yeah, I would not want to play. Yeah, I know. Bucks, Bam Bucks is good against are... um, them. The Nets. What'd you say? Bam is good against the Nets. Oh yeah, because I don't have nobody. Uh, yeah. The only people that have to guard him weigh 212 pounds, like Nick Claxton, or are 44 years old, like Blake Griffin. So. I don't know, man. My it just the Miami was cooking for a while. And that was their thing. Like, hey man, they're cooking and their guys have played 15 games together. Wait till they get him back. And they got him back. And, Turns out they hate each other. Yeah. Now Dane does make a good point. I will never a team led by James Harden and Doc Rivers. Dane, when you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Um, oh, against Doc Rivers? I mean, come on. <laughs> anybody. Blink versus Doc Rivers. I'm like. I've never met a a guy named Glenn uh, I can trust. Good point. I don't think I've ever met a guy named Glenn, though. Um, Exactly. (laughs) College, I met a guy named Glenn. He was smart. Was he he trustworthy, though? I don't know. Well, he was in my psychology class, and he did most of the group work, so I don't know. Mm. Oh, so he's trying to learn about the brain, is he? I don't trust him. (laughs) (laughs) Ben says this. Here's the thing. It ain't about willingly putting yourself in single uh, elimination. They're there. Like, they're already there. But we mean, like, choose it in terms of, like, okay, if we have a one game, yeah, you don't want to, but we have Kevin Durant and you don't. I wouldn't want to do it, but we have him and you don't. And if he decides we're getting to the first round, probably going to get to the first round. So that's the, um, to intentionally lose. Listen, it ain't about intent, but again, you have to play the matchup. Basketball is matchups, Ben. You're one huge Lamelo. Listen, <laughs> if a huge Trey Young game pushed you out, you ain't had nothing to worry about anyway. You you wasn't gonna make no conference fight with this Hawks team. Mm-mm. You got bigger fish to not fry. Not played defense the entire year. If you're worried about Cody Zeller, and oh yeah, it's like the between yeah the seven and eight. I mean like yeah, they're three games back. Is that yeah they're three right behind Raptors? Um. Yeah. Yes. Am I looking there? Okay. Yeah. Like they're not going to make it out of that, is what I, I guess I should say. Because yeah, you're right. Seven and eight single elimination. Uh, actually, not any. Yeah, nine and ten, you lose and you're out. But again, man, Raptors, Nets, they're going to have the two best players in any of these one-off games. So, not ideal. But if I can do that to make sure I stay out of the Bucks or Celtics or whatever's way, I think having Kevin Durant gives you that liberty. Mm-hmm. Because again, they had their chance to get out of double or single elimination. Um, and they still have a Maybe they get out of this and all, it's all irrelevant, but could they get up to the. Uh, yeah, it's not important. Um, I think we got some picks to make. We do. Me thinks. Me thinks picking uh, Eric Adams for mayor of New York. I'm I'm picking him for I'm taking the over on wartime general. Um, got a little UFC. I'm hearing. Uh, we do. I do have. I got some UFC picks to give out. Talk to me. So I got uh I've got Alir Latifi under two takedowns. Um, okay. It's a fight. It's a. I mean, both guys, Alir is pretty washed up, but Alexi is like 45 <laughs> years old. So he's super, so it's like washed versus like mm-hmm. less washed? 
Uh, where? Yeah. All these fighters that they can fight every weekend. I don't get like, is there, is there conferences? How do they, how do they just keep having fights? They just, they're, they're, I think there's 768 fighters on the roster. They also listen. They gotta eat, man. They're like, yeah, I'll fight every week. I got it. Like they. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, but is there, there's like is there like this weekend isn't for like a particular belt or anything? It's just like this is this is the fights. Yeah, no, this is just a card. And this is just a fight, an event, an event tonight. Run yeah. of the mill car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, not tonight. Tomorrow night. Sorry, but yeah, they're this weekend. We should say. Um, okay, who else we got? Yeah, but 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 Latifi's not going to want to go on the ground because the guy he's fighting is named the Boa Constrictor. So are you going on the ground Ooh. with a guy named Boa Constrictor? No. No, I'm I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. With a guy named Boa Constrictor. So we're going so uh Kai Kara France is the Boa Constrictor? Um no 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 no. That's um that's Alexi Olenek. He's against Alir Latifi. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. So my that's bad. why okay. that's why we took Latifi's under. Got you, got you, got you. Um okay. Kai Car France, um, I took his significant strikes more than Askar. Uh Kai's one of my favorite fighters. He's a huge underdog. He's like plus three ten last time I looked. Um, okay. Askar is a really talented wrestler, but I don't know. I, I don't know if he can hang on the feet with Kai. And Kai has eighty seven percent takedown defense. So if that's Kai, pretty good. Yeah, if if Kai that can keep good. it on the feet, I feel like he's gonna piece him up. His nick his nickname is Don't Blink. So Don't Blink. That's, that's some good nicknames. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then the last one I have, which I no longer really like that much anymore. I kind of like it, but my thoughts on the fight have changed Uh-oh. post weigh in. But why? Because Curtis Blades weighed in sixteen pounds more than Chris Dawkins. And but aren't they aren't they both gonna like either cut or add weight? What no, they cut weight. No, they already cut the weight. They already weighed in. So oh, now, you okay? Yes. You cut weight to weigh in, yep. then put weight back. Okay, yep. my bad, my bad. I had it backwards. Got you, got you, got you. Yep. And uh, okay, Curtis is Curtis is like he's the biggest mismatch in heavyweight because he's so good at wrestling. He's just he'll lay on top of you the entire fight and be happy to do that. So I don't think Dawkins with a sixteen pound disadvantage is getting off his back. Right, like if he gets you down, that's pretty much you just waiting for the bell. Yeah. So, but. I do. Part of me thinks the significant strikes could still be close, so I still took Dawkins significant okay. strikes with the strikes. Yeah, plus six with blades because this could be a fight where Dawkins loses, but he still had like fifteen strikes to twenty. You know, and right. you win. Ooh, okay. So now you got that at six, and I'm looking at now. Now it's Dawkins plus ten and a half. Oh, I like well, that even more. You like Doc Doc is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like okay. yeah. The higher that number is, the more I like you like, it. Okay. And the significant strikes, that is also changed. So you got it that was just straight up. Yeah, uh yeah, for Kai Car France, yeah, that one was straight up. Now I think See, Ascar has the benefit, right? Yeah, Ascar is yeah. now getting seven and a half. So how you feel about that? Which way should I go there? Uh Ascar? Ascar getting seven and a half. I would kind of lean I, I would I don't know. I, I I just I I'm blinded by liking Kai Car France too much. There, it was okay. it I'm was staying, easier, staying away from Kai Car. Easier to call it when it was dead even, you know? Because gotcha. Okay, no, I'll, I'll stay away. But I'm in on. I'm taking the under mm-hmm. on Latifi with you, and I'm taking Dawkins 
Dawkus uh, is a significant strikes over blades. Yeah, Dawkus is a black belt in jujitsu, but like against blades, I just don't think it's gonna matter, man. Like he's just like I think a lot so much bigger, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people are down on him because like the last thing they really remember of him is him getting knocked out shooting for a takedown on Derek Lewis. So like that could always happen. But um <laughs> It's an option, yeah. You could get knocked out. Yeah. The oh, last yeah. time I saw Dawkus was him also getting knocked out by Derek Lewis. So it's like both guys, same story. We I, call it even Steven. I mean Dawkus is a former cop, so put that into your perspective. Former cop. Oh, I don't know if I can put this game of skill now. Yeah, he's a former cop. Yeah. I should Taking him off that. my board. Keep should keeping a, keeping keeping a leer off my board. Um Yeah. Not, off my board. No, that's not a leer. That's a uh, Chris Dawkins. Chris Dawkins. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm keeping. I, I took the Dawkins one off. Oh my board. yeah, yeah, Excuse yeah. Me. Okay, kept, yeah, yeah, kept yeah. the leer. Cannot. Uh, no, sir. Um, and then the other guy I like on the card is Vyacheslav Borshev. Uh, Vyacheslav. And he, you want to know his nickname? Slava Claus. That's pretty good. Vyach. What, what's his first name again? Vyacheslav. I don't think you need a nickname. I think v- Vyacheslav is the nickname. Like, what do your friends call you? They call me Vyacheslav. <laughs> I mean, what's your mother call you? Your grandmother, Vyacheslav. Um, I want some action on him. Which way am I leaning on him? Uh, I'm in on Vyacheslav. I like him. I like him more. Plus one and a half takedowns, Mark Diakasi. I like that. I, I don't. Okay. I feel like um, I don't know if this one is really going to go to the feet. I think Diakasi's a kickboxer, if I recall. So I think this one probably stays. Uh, I mean, it, this one won't go to the ground. And if it does, uh, I think Slava has some wins by sub in his career. So okay, so we're going to Vyacheslav. Damn, he's got tough. hype. He's got a lot of hype. He won very recently, and they've got him fighting again. So that that's what you buy the hype. Yeah, that's what I yeah. always hear. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, that's our MMA. What uh, we got some some college hoop picks tonight. Um, I won't be watching these, but Purdue, Jay Ivey is St. Peter's. He's at 18 and a half. That just feels kind of like he, again, moved up to third in the mock draft. He's going to have to be the guy. Eight and a half doesn't seem crazy high to me. I'll take the over there. I feel like I have to go Zach Eady, right? Like he's seven foot. Like the St. Peter's have anyone that can stop a seven footer. No, that's kind of their th- their guys are like the six seven six eight six nine, pretty athletic, but no like yeah uber uber height, no uber height. Like I'll say, Oscar had the we lost it wasn't for Oscar, so size mm-hmm. he was cutting through them like a hot knife through butter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll yeah, take the, like thirty points. Yeah, I think thirty and sixteen or eighteen. It was sick. Um, Providence plays Kansas. I'm looking for. I don't think I. Baji. Oh, I'm gonna do Christian Braun over two assists. I don't know, man. College guys can't shoot. Ah, uh, it's something. You gotta have more than two. That's the thing about over two. It's gotta be more than two. <laughs> I went out with the uh, uh, Keegan um, Keegan Murray two assists last week, and he had two. He set on two assists for I don't know. Felt like the final ten minutes of the game. It was. A lot of fun. Um, I will take Ocha uh, Agbaji, 17 and a half. Like, again, just another, like, he's their leading guy to win. They're going to have to get going through him, and that doesn't seem like an overly crazy high number to me. 
Braun got four uh, in his last two games. Something a to piece think about. or combined. A piece, but then he oh, had okay. one like every game before that. That's oh, scary. see, that's what <laughs> look, the games get tough, and he goes back to man. It's right. Braun time. Uh, right. Uh, no, nah, I'm. I'm what we got? I'm putting my Armando. MMA and college hoops on the same one. What do we yeah. think about UNC UCLA? What do we like there? That should be a good game. Um, let's see. Armando, you, you still riding with Armando? Has he bitten you too many times with the boards? I mean, last time he was one away and didn't get it, so I'm kind of sad about that. I don't know. The if snake I bit. Go. But, but I'll say this: these are the times where I don't think we're getting like many blow. Like I think he's playing 35, 38 minutes. You know what I mean? So I will True. take. I'll take Armando. He's 27 and a half points and rebounds. I'm going over there. And with that, I will I – mean, I'm just, I feel like I'm just riding Chuck. Like Johnny Juzang is UCLA's guy, 15 and a half points. Mm-hmm. I will take that. I'm going with Baycott's points. Just point. Okay. Yeah, just straight points. Okay. Um, I, don't, I, just, I don't have anything from Miami State. Sorry, gang. I'm not – I couldn't even – I couldn't even lie to you about some action there. Just um, take unders because college basketball is gross and they don't score It's points. really sick business. What about um, this name, though? Cameron McGusty? McGusty? McGusty. Look like, at man, that. I like the sound. What's take his line? What's his business? Whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, what, uh, I like what McGusty's putting down. Hold on. Let's see what he's been doing in this tournament. See What's if... the McGust man? Yeah, we got to get some player cards for the player. Yeah, yeah, the college guys. We need to get the player cards on them. I don't like having to. Okay, so you get like 20, research. 12, 24. He's a, he's a sixth year redshirt senior, McGust. So he's he's, been, he's, so he's hanging 54 around. years old. Um, wow. So this is, oh, listen, nah, I, I need some McGust. Yeah, there. I've got to get on. Yeah. What, uh, do we like his PRA or do we just like his points? I like his I'll points. I'll take it. I want his rebounds. I think I think McGusty is like, that's another one for McGusty. I'm going 16. He's crashing the glass. He's going to score 20 for me tonight. I can feel it. Yes, he is. Um, I blew my booster last night. That was a lot of fun. And I blew it because of... Listen, y'all put this... We needed a running list of people I will never game of skill on again. Kevin Durant, DeJounte Murray. Anybody who tweets about like how funny it is when people miss parlays. <laughs> I, I just, I, I think, listen, I think it's funny too. I just can't put you in my games of skill. Right. That's just right. part of the research. Right. Still very funny. Isaac Okoro. I have never hit a game of not once, not once. Last night, I had for my booster, I had Jamal Sheed over nine and a half. He had twenty one. I had uh, Aiton rebounds and assists versus Jokic, uh, but Aiton got plus eleven. Won that. I needed nine points from Isaac Okoro, and he had six. He I, had six. I am zero three on Houston boosters. I'm owing everything on boosters. Um, who plays the real sports this weekend? Celt- uh, Jam, who y'all got this week? Timberwolves, but not until Sunday. Y'all don't play Friday or Saturday? Two days off? Three days off. We haven't played since Wednesday. What the hell is this? No wonder they have a back-to-back. So Timberwolves right, back. yeah. If I, if I got a week off in between games damn NFL, that'd be pretty good, too. Um... Washington at Detroit, I'm tempted. Like, Cade is hot for me right now. I don't want to get to a point where I ride him too much and then I start to spite him when he starts to bite me. 
But until he does, PRA with Porzingis and Cade is getting 0.5. I will take Cade Cunningham. I'm going to take his fantasy point. Oh, you, that's what I'm saying. I, I want Cade to hit for you so bad, man, because I want you to be on, on. He keeps hurting you. <laughs> and I'm sorry I'm he keeps hurting you. On him. It's, this I, is the one. This is the I one. know. I know. Um, what you got, Jam? What's jumping off at you? Jazz um, at Hornets. I, I, I saw the Warriors Hawks. Jordan Poole, 25 and a half points. That feels like a lot. That's I was going to kid. under on Jordan Poole. He's been hitting it though. He's been hot he's lately. Been... Yeah, he's I been know. hot lately. And again, the Hawks. I'm taking the over on that. He's this is just it's a play against the Hawks. They just I don't know. Um Trey I mean, Trey is usually pretty solid money. Um I don't want anything Capella ever. Dwight Powell points rebound Ooh. 16 and a half. Some nah, it's tough to wager anything on Dwight Powell. I don't know. Someone in chat saying he's an over machine lately. <laughs> Wolfgang uh, is our known uh, Dwight Powell correspondent. I am going like Dorian Finney-Smith. He is he is my anti Okoro. They just keep setting him at about eleven and a half, and just since the poor Zingis, I think it. I feel like he's playing the same exact game, but it's like they just broke up all those shots. He's like, I'm just getting two more threes a game. I'm going to make at least one. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm going 11 and a half over PRA for Dorian Finney-Smith. Staying away, he hurts me. Sean Tate is just 0.53s. I like any where the over is just 0.5. Like just one thing needs to happen. You just need one. Just one. I mean, you need to go in, but, you know, like he's going to be open. Spend the whole game waiting for it, then it kills me. You have to watch 48 minutes of Rockets Trailblazers. Yeah. Then he does you get over, you're like, I lost. And then you look up, I was like, wait, he didn't even take the damn shot. <laughs> I've watched this for, th- this is three hours of my life. Um, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, no, I'm locking in Poole, Finney Smith, and Bade Bunningham over Porzingis. And the rest of those games are nasty. Yeah, I think I might, I'm going to have to consult my scrolls and come up with something. I don't have anything <laughs> right now here. Yeah, yeah, a little patience, a little something. Yeah. Uh, treat when you're when you're weekend. as down bad as Sex J is, you you pull the chips back a little bit for two hours, <laughs> precisely two hours. Listen, you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, today is TJ McConnell's birthday, so uh, happy birthday, TJ McConnell. I uh, won't be taking Not any birthday me. action. Uh, yes, <laughs> Unha- Jam hopes you have a moderate. Day. moderate to bad birthday but that'll do it for the week thank you to jam thank you to school pushing the buttons thank you to chat um yeah that'll do it we, we put in some bad slips looking forward to watching some terrible uh, terrible college basketball it's gonna be awesome some in- <laughs> watching the pacers where it's just gonna be like o'shea Brissett and quentin grimes going one-on-one because mm-hmm. nobody's playing at this point, some spring training baseball. So a lot going on. We'll catch you guys 21 hours from now. Uh, thumbs up, five star. Subscribe on the way out so you don't have to think about it on Monday. You already got that handle. And we'll catch you then.